Welcome to Toronto Ultras Podcast. It's the Maven and Merck Podcast. Merck and Maven, Joe. I'm so sorry. Merck and Maven. I got it wrong. I was screwed up this twice. first episode. You did Toronto. It's Toronto Ultra, the Merck and Maven Podcast. Maven. <sighs> Thank you. Thank it you. literally is on the graphic. You just read the graphic. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was trying to move what screen it was on, so I didn't look to the wrong side away from my mic like I do sometimes. So I was mm-hmm. fixing that, Joe, and then I messed up. But we have a special guest today. It's not just Merck and Maven. We've got Samuel yeah, LaRue. Our first guest. How you doing, buddy? Sam Merck and Maven Podcast. Okay, that works. I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Maybe it's still last. Maybe it's still last. That's all that matters. I I deserve that. I'm the oldest and ugliest, so I think that's how it should go. Okay. So how you doing, Maeve? You're surviving down there. There's flooding in Dallas. Okay. If that's where we're gonna start, let's just my life. My my life basic. Wait a second. Wait a second. Why does every episode start with something wrong with Clint's life? Uh, it was the, the best the, stuff. The, the suitcase stuff. getting lost and saved by Bowman. Oh, you've been mm-hmm. watching? I like that. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so right now, basically, all my life is everything is weird, other than Copper trying to break down the door right now, has to do with water. <laughs> so, Sam, I'm going to tell a story about water. This is from a couple days ago. Okay. I'm hanging out with water too. Tell us about water, baby. Oh, yeah, water. We're going to be swimming in gunfights, slide canceling in scuba gear. So, okay. I got, I hang out with Copper upstairs, Sam. And I get five five-gallon jugs of water delivered every month because I have a water machine behind me for my stream. It's just like one of those typical water thing dispensers. Yeah. And I, I feel I got behind because of traveling. So like five got delivered and they were sitting on my porch for like two or three days. I just hadn't brought them in yet because I was like, I don't know where to put these things. I hear copper bark. I look outside. A gentleman and his son, I believe, decided to pull up their pickup truck and they were <laughs> stealing my waters. They were just grabbing the water jugs and putting them in their truck. I opened the door. I'm like, hello. They both just look at me and just keep on stealing my waters and drove away. They were thirsty. Did you, would you, you watched them steal your water? I you wa- actively watched them steal my waters. Oh, so you're, you're a pussy. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I am. I am. It, well, okay. Yo, and in Texas, bro. Like, they're, they're just doing that in Texas? Like, listen, Damn. any other household you do that from, I mean, who knows? Exactly. <laughs> that is a scary okay. one. So, that's, yeah. That's water story number one. Is there more? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, today, today, yeah, I am. I believe I'm just a pussy. But today... <laughs> It's just been raining a lot, and I woke up. Copper let me sleep in until, like, 9.30. I woke up, and I had, like, two, you know, you had like, the big, like, Amber Alert type things. There were two huge alerts that said flash flooded until noon. I'm like, <laughs> oh. So I go look around. I walk downstairs. Basically, this room I'm in is, like, kind of the basement. And there's a garage. There's a little stairwell room between. And there's just water all in the stairwell room. So I just, you know, being as smart as I am, I threw a bunch of blankets and towels there, and uh, that's all. You have a shot vac or no? I don't know what that is. Shop vac? A shop vac? That's, that's like you just shit. literally. You nah, literally. That's, he just. He's talking about rich shit. Don't don't. Listen to this no, game. I'm yeah. not. That's literally a like tool God, in a so garage. Well, you're so wealthy. He's so dude, rich. This guy's got a water so machine. You're so literally, wealthy. <laughs> and his water just walked off. Like he's fine. Stop punching it. Like, down, Joe. Stop yeah, punching cop, down. Copper around no, no, no. ran down. It was just drinking the in the house floor water. Yeah, and I'm you like, don't need perfect. You don't need blankets. You have copper. Yeah. Can we back up and you said your dog let you sleep until 9.30? Like, like he wait, runs I, your life. Well, well wait, I don't, I, my, my dog let me sleep until 9 today, too. Yeah. So okay. usually usually when Kat's here and he, Copper, will sleep with her, I'll set an alarm for like 7, typically for streaming, 7.30. But with him, he's always up by like 8 at the latest. So I was like, I don't even need an alarm. And I woke up and I was like 9.30. Like, wow, he slept. So that was cool. Okay. And, then, and, really then, and then we then we had some my, flooding. That lazy. Uh, yeah, my dog wakes me up by licking my inner ear. 
my dogs love to lick my bald head, my inner ear. They they go for it. Yeah, freaks. So Clint's life still a mess. Sam, off season. What's been going on? Apex, Apex, Dude, a- Apex, Poe, and a bunch of nothing. It's so enjoyable. This is like I think this mm-hmm. is the first off season in the last like six years that I just like hung out. I'm not moving. I'm not changing teams. Um, it's got to be nice. Just, Dude, it's so nice. Because normally, like, as soon as champs is over, you're in everyone's DMs, like, you want to play? Am I getting dropped? <laughs> and now I'm, like, making you videos. Yo, he's getting plays. He team. wants to get dropped. I'm well, just, like, yeah. now I'm chilling. Well, and you're probably really, one great. of the few that, like, I feel like some go stir crazy in the offseason because, you know, like, a lot of COD players, like, only play COD. Or they'll oh, play, yeah. like, one oh, other um, game. Mm-hmm. But yeah. why Sam and I have always got along well is because we like, like, RPGs and other games that we played. Oh, I've been going crazy. Dude, I've like, I, you're probably good. Oh, I'm chilling. I've been streaming like eight hours a day. It's been great. Yeah. I played uh, I played through Outlast yesterday, and then I'm playing through Outlast, or the day before, and then Outlast 2. I've been streaming those. I oh, I saw the BZ Ghost, dude. He was twisted. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been, uh, I've been joining the variety, um, but just hanging out, dude. It's, it's a nice change of pace, not having to worry about anything lately. I'm good. Uh, a- Apex Squad, who's the best trio in from the 100 D side, the LAD side? Um, I think Ken and Zach are like one and two. They're they're okay. fucking they're insane. I just started. I hit like I hit a wall, bro. I hit a diamond wall. Yes, and it's just like Preds and Masters, and I'm like I can't keep up with that. I'm, I haven't played the game long enough to to hit that level. So I think like Ken, Zach, and Cap have been trying to Those like three. break through diamond. Um, I, but I, I I've been I've been hanging out in low diamond. Does it feel weird for you, like when you? When I switched to Apex from only like, because COD, like, listen, there are issues with COD, I get it, but the best thing about it is just, it's really just fluid. The movement just feels clean. It's just very it's smooth. So fun. When Sliding I like, first, down a hill is pure serotonin. See, I was like the opposite. When I switched over, it felt like heavy to me. Like the game felt mm-hmm. like weighted. And I couldn't, I don't know. I, sure. I, couldn't, I couldn't get into it. Uh, no, I played. It's very legend dependent for sure. I played, a, I tried Jib, but who, who did I play for the most part? I don't remember. It's like Bloodhound, JB, a lot of those. Uh, I don't remember what I think, we put I, you I, think on. I tried the medic one right away. The, the one that calls oh, the lifeline. Yeah, yeah, I think I tried that. It's because you love loot. And I'm actually surprised because that game is all looting. So, like, but the thing is, is like when you're bad, you just loot for 15 minutes and die your first fight. And then you just go. It's your life, bro. No, it's unironically like a looting skill curve. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, mm-hmm. like going for like armor swaps or like when you finish a fight, how fast you loot the bag in order oh, yeah. to not die in four seconds. It's like there's what a legit like, on the ground. I just yeah, like inventory management. It's like an unironic looting skill curve in that game. Which I probably would have been good at because I love that type of stuff when I'm good at it. But it just felt so it was just so hard at first. I was like, what am yeah. I doing? That's definitely the hardest part because, like, you'll win a fight and you'll be standing at the three bags for 10 minutes. Like, I, was, oh, I don't yeah. know what I need. What does this do? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then you have like 17 syringes. Like, yeah, it's, it's, oh, oh, it's at one point, tough. I think Joe, Joe's like, yeah, Yo, you got syringes? Like, yeah, I got 40. He was like, yep. what? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, so we got, we, got, uh, we got the whole LA Thieves squad on Apex. I think we have like three running squads right now. So that's what we've been on. Nice. It's been. It's been interesting. I mean, we wanted to have you on. We're going to talk about this year, obviously, but we kind of wanted to start, what, with, like, sort of the beginning, like, just with joining this team, Joe, right? Like, the transition over? Yeah, I mean, I guess the first thing for me, I want to start probably Vanguard, because that's probably where most people listening now <laughs> want to hear about LA Thieves. Um, I guess, you know, you were with Surge for a couple of years. Um, you guys were you know. asked. So bad. Was, honestly, so not bad. the best time probably for you. A lot of online, <laughs> which I think there's the graphic of like your earnings, like online versus that land. Had to be incorrect. 
That had to be incorrect. There's no way. Maybe, maybe not. I've played, I'm not dude, sure. I've been playing for eight years. There's no way I made four grand online. Like, it's not possible. That's okay. That's I'll take, I'll take, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I will push the narrative that I'm much better online, though. I will, <laughs> I will take the advantage. Well, I will say you've always been one, like, more of a, yeah, you've wanted to, you like land a lot more, I think. Oh, yeah, know, absolutely. You're much more vocal. But I guess, you know, coming into this year, was LA Thieves, like, was that it? Like, as soon yeah, as you got the call, that was yeah, it? No, Number it one? Yeah. I, um, I think, uh, I didn't even get another offer. Actually, I think that was just like the consensus from everyone. Like, I don't, I legitimately don't think that there was another uh, landing spot for me. Like, I was when I was talking to Eric um, right before I signed. He was like, "I need in writing right now that you are not sketching because we are all in on you." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> like, there was no, there was no like other team. Literally, it was just from LA to or from Surge to here. That was it. Cool. Um, I guess I would have thought you probably had more options or I guess I would have thought it was like a difficult decision, but well, usually, usually once the message probably flows between the it gets teams, out, it gets out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, well, just I, probably, I just think yeah. everyone knew there was no, there was no other way that I would go anywhere else. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, with black ops four and everything, that kind of makes sense. You're probably yeah. happy to be back. Um, all right, then start of the year. I mean, what kickoff classic goes pretty well for you guys. I think you guys like get top four as a single limb. Uh, and then after, I don't know, kind of roller coaster stage one and stage two, aren't the probably your best. I guess a big question for me during those first couple of stages, that's when Ken's on second AR. Like, do yep. you felt like you guys were that bad or did you feel like you guys were just a couple of mistakes in the tournaments away? Um, I think it was definitely a snowball effect the i think we were in a decent spot major one i think i had like a pretty tough event i like a I think like a point eight um mm -hmm. so i i attributed that event we also got reverse swept by phase um so like we were playing well we were playing we were playing teams tight even when we went zero and five in stage two we lost like three game fives um is what, 0 we got five? Oh. yeah we went on five stage two uh, and then we, we've got like reverse swept in stage two as well online so the games were very close um but i think it was a snowball effect mentally and our practice just became horrible. Like we we saw the zero and five, but like you don't really think about how close the games are. You just feel losing over and over and over and over again. Um, so I think it was a cascade. Our scrims really were not going well. We were getting body slammed by like literally everyone. Like not even keeping up with like middle of the pack teams. Um, mm -hmm. So it it just got worse gradually. And it started to get a little bit better at stage two major. We had a great win against New York. Um, I went oh and whatever the hell on Bocage against oh, Optic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did yeah. it. So there was a there was like some there was some glimmers of hope. Uh, but right after we lost in major two, Ken was like, "Look, I'm gonna switch to a sub. I think it will help our pace a lot. I think it will help our comms because that was a major problem as well. Um, because Ken and I were the most vocal on the team. So him and I being uh, much slower traditionally, like as AR players, um, like the lanes and the communication of like how to flow around the map because obviously your subs are moving a lot more. That there that information wasn't being relayed as well as it could have been. So we were super slow, um, and the pace was off. So Ken was like, "Look, I'm gonna switch. I think it'll help." And there was like that month period where it was pretty rocky. I think we were where we were before, like top six to like top eight range. Yep. Um, and then the pro-am came around and we really turned it around. Um, I think that's when like things started to click. Ken was getting a little bit more comfortable. We were taking really good series. We were back to like where I wanted to be online in terms of practice. Like we were beating the teams yeah. we were supposed to beat and we were like keeping it close with like phase optic, you know, whatever. Um, and then after pro-am is, is when we skyrocketed, obviously. Well, I guess it should, dude, it's funny to me. Cause like I was, I got a bunch of arguments with people on Twitter about like, 
who the best team was during the regular season because my argument was it was FaZe. You know, they got all the second places. Yeah, it, they was, were, oh, they were, no argue, it was FaZe. Uh, 100%. I, don't, I, I, think, yeah. I think it is idiotic to argue against that for the regular season. Yeah. But there were people that were arguing it was you guys. And they oh, were we saying that. Five. Mid, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were saying that like mid-champs you just won major four. I'm like, yes, I understand. I mean, they're clicking you're, now, but you don't remember like how bad it was. I like, mean, recency bias and COD runs rampant. Oh, it's, it's wild, but like it was, yeah. it was bad at its worst. Like you said, 0 and yeah. 5. So I guess I just want to know, like, all right, fans, you know, you're with Optic, you're, you've been with 100 Thieves, like you, you know how crazy the fan bases can be. A lot of them were coming at your guys' throats at, at Cap, at Eric, whatever about changes. Yep. Did you guys, what was the change ever considered? I thought I was getting dropped wholeheartedly like i thought i was off like i've I'll, I'll get into it later but i had a conversation with cap after we won champs actually and i got his thought process on it um but i wholeheartedly thought i was gonna get dropped after major one uh, or not major one major two um i was playing really poorly and i think it was a lot of like maybe i was in my own head a little bit about it and um random side tangent but 100 t has like a really okay. good like uh esports like uh psych not psychiatrist but like therapist um oh, cool. so i was yeah, talking I with them that. a lot um, and really like turn my mental around. That's when the team started to turn around as well. So that was good. But um, I, I wholeheartedly thought I was off the team. You, you've always struggled with online. So <laughs> yeah, um, have them all retainer <laughs> for online. God. Um, no, but I was, I was struggling a lot mentally. I thought I was going to get dropped. Um, and then when I didn't, I kind of saw that as like, I knew it was my own wake up call that I survived not getting dropped. If that makes sense. Like um, a lot of, a lot of times in COD players say that they wish they would have got approached before the roster change if that makes sense like yo you like if you don't pick it up like you're in danger of being off the team yeah kind of like um, a warning like hey man yeah like, exactly like, so me not getting dropped off that. like but it's sort of a yeah because yeah. a lot of the times you just get dropped you're like what the hell, what the like, hell? Think, yeah yeah exactly it, you, you know I, and i've always thought too like i've had a couple of situations where you know you want to i'm going to just be like listen dude like we want to win or be better you've been slacking off in practice or yeah. this and that. like just give the player the opportunity to turn it around whereas like it's it's very like 98 percent of the time it's just like you're gone so i viewed not getting dropped as like that wake-up call for me so um that's when i kind of started talking to the our therapist a little bit more like going through the mental aspect of things because i've really never been bad like you guys have casted my cod for fucking yeah. years now. I've like never in, been individually. Bad. Yeah, individually yeah. now. So I'm saying I've never struggled individually. You've been like um, top two AR basically always. I mean, <laughs> so yeah. when I was bad yeah, at the beginning of this game, it was it was like uncharted territory for me. I had to navigate like how to actually improve as a Call of Duty player as opposed to like just you know being good. I've it's it's as stupid as it sounds. It's just like <laughs> no, I've never actually Michael. struggled before. So. Um, that was a huge hurdle for me personally, just trying to figure out how to go about practice and how to, uh, help my team while also helping myself. And I think that where I fucked up was I was so concerned with our team's, uh, performance that I was like neglecting my own, if that makes sense. Um, yes. and the way that my, my mental was turned around was like, look, if a rising tide lifts all ships, that's just like how I'll use the analogy. Um, so once I started focusing on myself a little bit more worrying about like personal performance, um, as opposed to like, oh, we're losing every map or uh, we're not winning the series we're supposed to be winning. It was like, yo, I went positive here. Like I made good plays here, here, and here. It's like once I kind of started focusing on that, our team got fucking instantly better. Um, so that felt really good personally for the mental aspect of things for sure. Well, I, I guess I just want to know too if it was like a part of it, at least Joe and I kind of thought this year it may have happened more. Like, listen, you guys always complain about whatever title it is. Like that just happens. Um, it's the cycle, <laughs> right? Couple. Yeah. Like, 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 <laughs> this year, 
so we don't need to sit here and just shit on Vanguard, but this year has had a lot of legitimate problems when it came to the competitive side. Like, did you, yeah. th- was it for you like a, I don't know. Did I feel like some players just sort of, uh, oh, the game, the game's ass in this way and just don't put in the effort they need to. And somehow you have to find a way to like kind of power through that. Um, I think I was very much in that headspace in Modern Warfare because that was the first like iteration of this style of COD. Yeah. And I think now I'm just like, look, this is the hand we dealt. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm just going to suck it up and do my fucking job. And uh, that definitely helped a lot. Like, I think even Tyler, his first tweet after they lost, uh, Grand Finals was like, yo, fuck oh, Vanguard, yeah. this game's over. So, like, he obviously hated the fucking game. He's not going to get on every day and want to get better. Well, I thought that was FaZe's problem from the get-go, dude. Like, yeah, the I way they that, were yeah, I think that was a lot of teams' I was problem. like, dude, they just, they definitely yeah. just, they, do, they, they hate it so much, they're not working hard. Like, exactly. 100%. And I think um, that's another reason why we're so good is our, our team just enjoys practicing together, playing together, being in the competitive environment. So we'd show up every day, regardless if I'm playing Bocage Hardpoint, and we would try to improve and we'd try to get better. And we would never look at it like, fuck, we lost Vanguard. That's us with Warzone. I just get up for the guys, honestly. Yeah, so exactly. So like, I show up to practice every day, like in the right headspace, the right mindset, trying to improve where it's like, oh, I got to go play Vanguard today. It's like, I never had that. And I think that was like a mental edge, albeit, I don't know how big of a mental edge, but it was definitely there over other teams. And then, Kind of like what you were talking about, sort of you focusing on the team instead of yourself. Have you had that before or because like you were back with LAT, you wanted Matt, ha- you wanted to win again. Absolutely. Was that, was that it? Like just sort of, oh, dude, I, I want to be back at the top. I, I would, it was, it was a very strange dynamic. Like, obviously I, I've been on a struggling Seattle for two years. Like people were telling me to retire, telling me I was kill whoring past my prime. Like, I don't know how to win anymore. <laughs> And I'm like, at, at this point, I started to feel those things because, like, if that's all you read all day, then, like, obviously, it's going to start to creep in at some point. Um, so once I got off of that and joined LAT and saw my roster and the potential and, you know, winning and all that stuff, it felt like I, I had to win. Like, there was no other choice. Like, I had to not only prove to all the morons out there telling me I'm horrible, but, like, <laughs> to myself that, like, I should still be playing. I shouldn't retire. Like, I need to continue to play. Um, so obviously, the Major Four win was, like, my personal triumph. I think a lot of people... Talked to talked about my reaction after the the series ended, uh, grand finals, where I was just like sitting there, <laughs> and it dude, it felt like uh, I use the analogy, it's like getting your back cracked after like sleeping on concrete. It's just like that instant pressure relief. Um, so it was a huge personal triumph for me. It felt obviously fucking awesome. incredible, uh, and it, it's great to win for Matt. You guys know Matt; he's just psychopath. Yeah. Um, so that was great, but that was like my win, if that makes sense. The London win and the Anaheim win in 2019 were obviously for the organization. That was. Um, very much for 100 Thieves, but the major four one was for me. Uh, and then Champs, obviously, is Champs. There's, it's not, it's, it's the best thing in the world. So um, definitely getting, proving to myself as well as, again, all the morons that told me that I couldn't win anymore. Uh, it felt pretty good for sure. Before we talk about, like, the, I guess, the win and, you know, everything that goes with that, I guess Joe and I have talked a lot about this. Like, there's some titles in the past where late in the year, a game kind of clicks for a team. Like I, I think United Indian Black, Black Ops, Ops 3, United Black Ops 4. Um, That's how it always goes. To, the team that wins the event before uh, champs tends oh, to Empire, win Empire yeah, yeah. started to really figure out MW a bit at the end. Yeah. Like you could just tell they, they, they were a step ahead. Like you could literally see it. Like they just knew how to play the game better. I, I guess I'm curious with you guys. Was it, was it that or sometimes on the map, it didn't like seem like you were doing anything special. It just looked like you were just common and well and playing together. Like that's what I, it looked like. I, honestly, it, 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 yeah. uh, it, it, you, we could get into it, but it's at, at its, at its core, it is that I think it's, um, call of duty is like very momentum based. You guys are well aware of that. Yeah. So when a team catches fire, they tend to, to ride the wave. 
Um, and I think that's what tends to lead to those back-to-backs at the end of the year that's so prevalent in Call of Duty. And I thought after we won Major 4, I was like, yo, if we don't... or So backtrack a little bit. Since everyone always thought that the teams that won fell off afterwards, and there was those huge breaks, those month breaks. Um, well, so you never really was had a line. I think that was and a was big online. part of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think um, there was a big part But there was no way to like maintain that level of like fire, if that makes sense. Like you could go scrim, but like it's not the same as competing in an event, obviously. So I think that the fact that Champs was only two weeks after our win and we had no online like qualifiers or anything like that, I think that was a huge part of it for sure. And every other team didn't get to have that. So hold that. Um, that's, but, what Joe picked, that's what Joe picked anyone. He was just like, it's yeah, two weeks. I think it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's two weeks. I think the momentum of winning and knowing that your system is correct is another thing. It's like when you, when you make plays without having to think about the plays that you're making, like it's just muscle memory. That's when you become a phenomenal team. So that's where we were at major four. Um, there was very minimal second guessing or anything like that. So we just started to, to click and. No one's. I was gonna say, was there anything? Was there like a like just was there something you guys changed where you, you were like we're screaming one day and you were just like this is it like we uh, figured it, it out. It was SD and control. Um, I think our yeah. hard point we, was always good, right? It was always good. It was serviceable, but was, I think it was that, great. Yeah, yeah, I think that Berlin was the map that like obviously no one stood a fucking chance on. Um, <laughs> but I just put it bluntly. Um, but. Yeah. The other two game modes were what won us these events. Like we went, um, I think like six and two at major four. And the only team we lost to was New York uh, in S and D. And then same at champs. We, lost, we went like six and one or something like that. So, and both of those had two bow cages, which we don't play. So um, I think that like having the ability to fall back on an S and D and a control, like having complete confidence in those, even if we did lose a map one, which we tended to, we, we lost Tuscan to phase twice where we just yep. immediately bounced back. Yeah. Um, so having that momentum stealer from a, like a map one loss is huge. And then obviously if you take that into control, which no one was fucking with us on either, we're up to one. So either we three Oh, or we're up to one. So it's like very, um, it's very good to have that confidence in an extended series as well. Um, I want to hear, I want to hear quickly before we like get into kind of the champs run, I, I guess I just want to know, cause from the outside look again, when Shane joined, listen, Cap was under fire a lot, right? For this and that, even though we all kind of know here, it, it, it's not Cap's fault when things go wrong. Yep. <laughs> but like, and he Cap, knows know, Cod. He does know Cod. I, oh, I yeah. know how Cap is, I, Cap's a phenomenal coach. Yeah, he yep. and like I, I know we we know Cap and we love Cap, but like he's not. He's a fifth he, man. If you guys are down though, like you guys are down on yourselves, I guess I don't feel like he's the guy that's necessarily bringing vibes up. Shane, like I viewed as yes. Yeah, Shane, I viewed as someone that can come pissed. in. Cap's yes, more pissed exactly. than you. Oh, he's yeah. more doubling down on the issue, right? Like he just like, no, you abs suck. absolutely. Yeah, you guys are hitting the nail on the head. Absolutely. So um, I, I figured Shane would kind of, I don't know, be like the good cop in this scenario a little up. bit, fire you up, just be vibey. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's all he did. He was like a cheerleader, but like it had to have helped. I would think. Oh, it definitely helped. I mean, uh, the major, I think it was a major three uh, before we played optic. He, he uh, I think either LA Thieves or the league tweeted out. Uh, a clip of right before we played, he was like, I want you guys to make everyone leave this venue angry, like right before we played Optic. Um, and there's just like small stuff like that where it's like you, Cap would never, Cap doesn't say that stuff. No, um, Cap so Shane, said that too. Like, yeah, I just couldn't see him that. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I think, but on the other hand, I think having Shane in the atmosphere, um, Cap started to throw those like little, little things in there towards the end of the season, which I, I always laughed at. Um, yeah, Shane, Shane he was, said to do, I, I think start getting he, him, bro. he tried. He tried his hardest. I have to say, he was trying. Oh, um, yeah. but Shane, Shane was very much the morale. Um, but a thing, I think, a thing that people really don't know about Shane is that he's so methodical when it comes to improvement. It's fucking crazy. Like he will. 
um, he'll come at me with like, yo, uh, we, we only got four nade kills over the course of like these last couple hills. Like, let's try to work on that. Um, if we're breaking in this situation from this side and they like numbers here, uh, we don't hit this pre-nade X amount of times. It's like very small things. Um, that mm -hmm. I think a lot of people don't know about Shane, which was like crazy to me. Obviously, the I wouldn't realize that. Honestly, I, yeah, I, I, look, I, I dude, more, it's like it's, good it's to fucking hear, crazy. Yeah. Um, like we're, a percentage of breaking a hill when we're holding with like numbers down. Like I mean, like it, it got nuts. So uh, he was huge for stuff, small stuff like that. But I think he kind of kicked us in our ass a little bit when it came to like VOD and improvement and stuff. Um, we would obviously watch VOD, but he got us on like three hours a day for like two weeks straight. Um, he made it. I don't. My girlfriend cleaned my office, but he made us buy notebooks to go over S and D. Like we'd have to write it down. He was like, look, it's better remembered when you write it down. So we're going to fucking write this down. That's what I do. Yeah. So he made us get notebooks. We watched S and D. We'd go over it. We have a whole notebook full of S and D stuff. Um, so it was, it was a different or a different approach to practice, but we got better right away. This is what it takes to win now. Like it, yeah, that's crazy. what I was going to say. It's crazy yeah. that the minute details nowadays, like Dude, the amount of stats, obviously like it's, even, even three years ago, like, you know, just wasn't a thing uh you yeah. know as coaches and analysts you know maybe they start a cdl and you start to feel their impact but to this level now with with analysts multiple yeah. coaches i mean it is insane it's a numbers what game, dude. people it's are finding game. yeah it's getting kind of crazy because it's like as a player you can feel tendencies like oh we never hold the hill from the back like you can feel it, but when you're like, yo, 98% like, of the time we break from the back. It's like, okay, <laughs> we're pretty good at this. Yeah. So um, I think we had one stat. I'm trying to remember. It was like Gav P2 in practice. We were plus like 600 overall, like uh, in, in points. Wow. So it's like our P2s were fucking crazy. But the thing about our P2 on Gav was we would lose our P3 or the P4. So it's like, how do we chain these hills a little bit better? And that's the thing on Gav, which we were actually bad at Gav going into champs. We didn't play it at major four because everyone was just scared of it throughout the course Let's of the season. Got, we were, we were actually man. bad at the map. If we played it, we probably would have lost. I thought, um, dude, that's literally what I was going to say was like, if you I don't knew play going into champs, often. they were going to veto Berlin versus you. Like, it just had yeah. to happen. Like, so going into champs, Shane was like, we're getting good at Gav because we are not playing Berlin, which we still played Berlin. I don't know what teams were doing, but um, so going to champs, we had to figure these things out. And it was like, yo, we, ha we have such a, pl a high plus minus on P2. It's like, okay, how do we go about chaining into P4 and stuff like that? And we completely switched the map and we were incredible at it again. So it's like knowing those numbers and that like crazy finite statistical stuff that didn't exist mm -hmm. three years ago, like you said, it, it's, it's incredible to have. That's awesome. That's unreal. Yeah, I'm, I'm just happy Shane's kind of, I mean, I've known Shane forever. It's just like, dude. Not to this level, but you know, a little bit different out in, out in London. Uh, had a couple of <laughs> drinks the, at the bar. That, see, that but, was like the. I think that's the stigma nice. that he has as a player. He's just like a psychopath. Yeah. But like, he came time. in and he was like, "Yo, let's sit down. Are you guys gonna write down SD Vod?" I'm like, "Oh my fuck." Well, okay. you answered that like exactly how I was kind of hoping because yeah, I think I just view him as like I just think good time. Like Shane's a yeah, good time. Exactly. Like I knew I knew he had to help in that capacity, but. You broke down the side we don't see. So good answer. Yeah. That was cool. Well, I think too, to like Shane, you know, I talked to him a little bit. Like there was always a place for him type thing. Like he was with London, but they didn't find success. And I think, you know, he was just a guy on the outside. Like the way Eric kind of told me is he was just kind of like sending notes to Eric, like, hey, you guys should try this. Like, hey, you should try yeah. this. And I think Eric was just like, that was his like right, audition. Like, it was literally going to like, like him bring him in, trying to help out. Because we were yeah, supposed, he was supposed to come in a lot sooner, but I don't remember the reasoning. People but. always ask how to get jobs in this industry. There's an example of like just 
just going above it, and beyond, doing yeah, just doing cold, you don't cold need to. emails, dude. <laughs> yeah, like just yeah. try. Um, <laughs> well, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I mean, he was jobless, right? Like you yeah. were thinking a couple of years with Surge. Like, I, I don't know. I'm trying to compete on just that extra effort. People don't realize when you're winning and everything's comfortable. What the other side kind of, what is the other side? Yeah. People are like it'll never happen to me. It won't happen to me, and then oh. it, it does. And you're like, I am not going back to that. It's just a, it's a big yep. kick in the ass. And that's what he was. He was screaming at us after we won Major Four. He was like, "If you guys aren't going two hundred percent, if you don't think the other teams are trying to catch you right now, like you're an idiot." So we're gonna go into we're gonna go into practice. You guys get one map to bitch about online COD, and we're going back to normal. So there was like it's there a was bow cash too. Yeah. It was a, oh, it was it was such a bowcash. Um, you just broke down the edge uh, that I thought Face always had. Like, well, we'll talk like more we, about them later, bro. No complacency. There was there was no there was not a beat skipped. We we showed up to work the next day and we went to it. Hmm. Interesting. All right, uh, let's talk champs. I, I just want to hear your thoughts quickly. I just thought of this match one, Boston. I mean, uh well, I wonder about yeah. the delay. Like the delay, how what did that? The delay impact? sucked. The delay sucked. Uh, okay. I feel like we got unlucky throughout the season with delays. I feel like it was always affecting our team in some way. Um, but yeah, the delay was horrible. Um, that's just how long was like two was, hours, right? Like you would sit down and then just was down for two hours. Dude, we were down at the stage, um, and then we were backstage for an hour and then we eventually went up to the PPAs and hung out for another hour until it was working. Um, but the thing about going into match one was I was actually, I wasn't stressed, but I was more worried about Boston than any of our other potential matchups. Cause we had no information on them. We hadn't scrimmed them. We haven't played their new roster. Like we had no intel whatsoever. And like, we could have like reached out, you know, oh, how, was, how are they looking on this map? Um, we didn't do that. So we went in relatively cold and we just kind of played to our strengths and tried to to play with what we knew. So you're we telling me you didn't do go 200%. It was more like 175%. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no. Um, Cause like, I'm, like there was, I'm not gonna name any names, but there's teams like reaching out like, yo, how, is the, how are these guys looking in scrims? Yeah, like, yeah. Are they better at this map or this map? Um, we didn't do that to my knowledge anyway. Maybe Shane did. Um, so going into the Boston series, it was just, we didn't know what to expect. Um, and I think we came out slow. That was like a thing that, that's why I mentioned the game two earlier. It was like such an important thing for us to win because we did start series very slow sometimes in a first map hard point. Um, and they took both. Or no, they took the first one. We smoked them on the Berlin. But uh, they came out and punched us in the mouth, which is how you win an early round, or early round like that. Um, so hats off to those guys. I think they absolutely giga through the Desert Siege S&D. We had no business winning that. Um, but yeah, Boston played us super tight. And I think um, we got up and we're, we're freaking out. Everyone was happy after we won. I'm sitting there like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> like, there's yeah, no way like, we almost lost this one shit. You yeah. would have had to make. Yeah, another run yeah. you would have had to make it, champs. Yeah. So um, definitely a, a nail biter. But I think those are also a blessing in disguise as well. Um, because you could start the tournament with something like that and be like, all right, everyone. Like, you could kind of get a morale check. Like, yo, we're, we're not where we need to be right now in order to win the tournament. Like, let's kick it up a gear. Or it's like you come out and smoke a team. And you're like, okay, like... If we carry this, we're good. So it's a, it's a very good uh, way to judge where you start a tournament. Yeah, I was actually interested because obviously I didn't scrim much or at all, but we didn't play I mean, them at all. With what we talked for with like Zin, like, I mean, yeah, they're the best team in the fucking game. Yeah, supposedly <laughs> like they, they felt like the, the way their yeah. practice was going and scrims were going, they yeah. thought they had a chance to win the whole thing. Like, honestly. That's so why I, I was telling like, Zin, or I was asking Zin after we played. I was like, yo, how, like, how are you guys looking? Like, what was the good and bad maps? Because like, yeah. I was curious. And he was like, dude, we didn't lose a scrim. We didn't, we beat FaZe, we beat Optic. We shit on everybody going into this tournament. I'm like, yo, shit. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, well, we survived that one. Yeah, literally, survived like, oh, it. Dodged, dodged a bullet on that one, I guess. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, 
Then going into what you kind of, yeah, it's kind of handle business versus optic. That was a uh, yep. uh, uh, very fast match. I guess, you know, Sunday you have a best of nine, you know, going up against phase again. Yes. We're confident for that. Um, Especially coming I, from well, winners, right? Cause you, then you got rid see, of, that's the thing. That's the thing. You control the beginning that, of the series, right? Pretty much when it comes to maps, uh, you get map one and the other team gets two, two, three, three, four, four, but you get good side on it. Pretty much every respawn. So that's the, like, the, there's small advantages that I think didn't impact as many other teams because we have an auto veto. So like when you come from losers, you're obviously you're starting out map one, Bow Cage, we did it uh, against New York and Major Four. Whereas if you come from winners, we we get to veto the maps that we don't want to fucking play. Bow Cage and then against FaZe, I don't, I think we vetoed like a, I think it was Tuscan Control or something Tuscan like control. that. Tuscan Control, yeah. Because um, I remember Chris talking about before the best of nine, like I know people miss having like the double series. Yeah, or like, he's like, yeah. it actually, he's like, it is, oh, it I love is an advantage. I love best of nines. Well, I think it, it makes is. you show your map pool. Like you have to play exactly. everything. Like I, if you're going to win the fucking tournament, you better be the best team at that damn tournament. That's, that's what I, that's what yeah. I, I felt. Like you, you so, show you can play everything. I think uh, the winner's advantage thing, it doesn't seem very big because I think it is very case dependent. But for our team, it's, it's huge. Um, so coming from winners felt really good. We get to, to dictate the early maps in the series. Like you said, um, starting out on a gav, just smoked them on the gav off rip. So that felt really good. Um, and then, you know, it was that the, intentional picking that map one just because, yeah, yeah it was, because I felt we like on the outside, if you pick like a Tuscan and they get, didn't going want to start and they get hot, that, that was a map that they could take off us and gav was not. Okay. So okay. we wanted to play a gav. Um, like I said, if we had picked a Tuscan and they took it then it could be a little bit different. Um, and we were also talking about the Bocage S&D where we wanted to put it in the series because uh, we were talking about a potential game five because we didn't want it to be game nine, um, things like that. So you actually, you need to, I think we talked to about an hour and a half um, about the, the format of where the maps you wanted, that we wanted to put them. Yeah. And the thing that they started to bring it back a little bit um, towards the tail end of the series, like we lost the bird control, but like when we got there, you just like, we were just outright the favorite team. And the fact that we had took so many maps early in the series, we had backloaded it so much yeah, we still had a Berlin hard point to go um, as well. So like if we don't throw those maps, the series obviously is like a 5-1 or whatever. But um, the fact that we had won so many maps early with a cushion on the back they end were of the series. Hot. They were, they getting, were getting hot. They were getting hot. They were get, I was getting Nakamutu pissed on. control, bro. I was like, yeah, hey, it was good. This. Uh, he, he I was getting mantled. Dude, I, was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Would you? So would you guys dude, have killed him otherwise? Well, you, you might have, but like I feel like I was he did screaming. Not I was shot. literally, I was screaming. <laughs> you kill him now or we lose. Like run at him. Kill him now or we lose. Yeah, um, so he obviously, jumped up on top of the boat. Yeah, I was oh. like, it's like, they don't have time. You have to kill him now. Like, don't let him finesse. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Berlin control I was getting, you literally shit on. Uh, but they definitely started to, to turn it around a little bit. But like I said, that's why the format is so important to the best of nine. Because even the fact that we, we took the early maps was just a luxury. Because again, we backloaded it so heavy that it was just our right. favorite maps going into the tail end. So what, I, I guess I'm curious, when did you like think... We've got this because I know for me, even when you're up three L, we won the series. It didn't so not till then. I was curious. <laughs> well, I was curious if it ever because when you went up four L, was no. when I was like, okay, they've won. That's when it hit for me. I was like, four no. L, this is done. So not till let's oh, phase right. Like I guess yeah, you exactly. Have to, like, no, you gotta dude, close it. My whole team was like, yo, like let's fucking go, dude. Up four. I'm like, no, everyone sit the fuck down. The series is like, I'm I'm not like I'm not exaggerating how I was talking. To them. I'm like, yo, sit the fuck down. Like this series is not over. I don't want any celebration. Like this team has the potential to do what Minnesota did. Like sit the, like we need to focus up on these maps. And obviously I started to bring it back a little bit, but I didn't think the series was over until it was over. And I think that like, if you think otherwise against a team like phase, we could have potentially lost that.
So yeah, I, I was curious. I noticed from the outside looking in, and that's when I the four us. What was the I, last map? Was, was like, it yeah. Tuscan Search? Was it yeah, where Tuscan Dylan Search. went like ice? Yeah, Dylan was so clutch at that map. That was crazy, dude. His was, round um, eleven play call was the most big dick shit I've ever seen. <laughs> what do you say? He was because normally, like you guys know how round eleven go. It's like fucking yeah. everyone sitting in a corner, yeah. like do something yeah. the last twenty seconds. Dylan was like, "I'm jumping out blue. Look over me." I'm like, "Oh my fucking <laughs> sure, <laughs> no problem, no problem, absolutely, so, no problem." Um. I love Obviously that. Actually, I love do, that. <laughs> you weren't going to do a first phase, but like you guys kind of knew at some point in a best time, you're probably had to play Bokaj, just like major four. Yeah. Like, were you guys a lot better at Bokaj after no. major four? Like, no? no, like I know you meme about it, like Bokaj, no. but you had to have known that it could be an see, option in a final. See, we were the thing about having there's only, okay, so there's only four hard point maps. So having an auto veto truly isn't that bad. Whereas if there's five and you have to be good at four, it's very difficult. Um, so obviously having an auto veto sucks. You don't want one as a competitive call of duty team, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking throughout the course of the year, it's like, damn, optics good at bow cage phase is good at bow cage. Seattle's good at bow cage. Boston's good at fucking bow cage. I'm like, yep. if we just don't play this goddamn map and just get good, good at the other ones, we're good. Yeah. And obviously it's like, oh, we still have an auto veto. We still have an auto veto. We still have an auto veto. But I, every time that we were like, should we try to play this? And I'm like, who are we picking this against? Who are we right. playing this against? And it, the, the answer was always like London. And I'm like, I'm not playing this fucking map. Like granted, we still showed up, tried to get better. We'd watch Vital on the map. It wasn't like we just chalk it. But I never wanted to play the map against the higher tier teams because it's just mm -hmm. pointless. Well, that's a good point. How much different it is just having one less map, though. Like, yeah, because we have, yeah, it's you can't we had have two, an auto veto we, with we five. Had two controls. Like, yeah. it, it was a weird I, year to start. You right? can't have an auto veto with five hard points. I don't think. I think you what, kind of fuck yourself. Because what'll be typically? It's like five three five or five three six like or something we've had in the past. Five yeah. is like the sweet number because it really helps with vetoes. I think it really usually like um, five five three five is yeah. usually yeah. where we're at. Yeah, not, not three, usually two. three maps. Yeah, four, four two, two, two. Whatever, whatever the hell it is, I guess. Uh, hello, it's you it's guys like, got anything on the back yeah, end? Yeah, yeah. Anything yeah. you can put into the I'm game? So, I'm I'm sure that We're like a map where an avalanche is going to come down in the middle. <laughs> hey, that map was actually good. I don't want to drift slander, man. It, it, was, it was, except for the whole there's an avalanche. Good. That's fine. Yeah, that's map elements are lit. Yeah, just the, into the middle of Biolab, the Dude, building drops no, down. No, the express about, train to just... He was talking about something in shapes of the map. I'm like, Joe, we had an avalanche hit a map. Like, I've seen it all. I'm good. Yeah, And the map is good. Oh. Uh, well, okay, so... I guess I listen, you've had a you've had a great career. You, you've won. You've won a lot. Um, I know you've had a lot of... Uh, you just had a lot of top teams. You had, like, a lot of second places with Slack and stuff, but you guys still... You were always... How bad, Jerry? You were always competitive, but now that Jerry, now that he's out of the backpack, you know, you finally can show what you're truly, oh my God. truly capable of. But what was like your first when you won? Like, what was the, just the first kind of thought when I won champs? Yeah, just like, dude, I finally won this goddamn tournament. It was always like, yeah, Octane's a really good player, but and then like he doesn't have the right. Like, no, you right. can't put, the you can't put him the in the echelon of you know the Alex Slasher, Formal Clay, like all these guys. Um, but I think now that like. I'm in that conversation. It feels really good personally. That was all I had left, dude. I done, I've done everything fucking else. That was literally the only thing I had left was, was winning champs. So um, the feeling is indescribable. I, I literally couldn't even tell you guys. Um, it, was, it was a surreal feeling. Why is champs different than any other tournament? It's just like, what? Like, yeah. it, it's the big one. It, it's the culmination it's, of the entire year. It's why the is gigantic the Super Bowl prize more important than a playoff game? Like, it's, it's weird because yeah. we, well, we have Especially now in the CDL format. I, I think in the past for champs, it was more just like it was. 
like, obviously but, it was but, still, like, still it was 32 teams it was a it was a it was a gauntlet back then it's like, like it was like a that, long it's journey just a Joe, it's one. funny you bring that up because people were trying to compare uh mc's performance at this champs to matt and iw right that's yeah everyone's like mc played three series matt played nine so yeah, it's if like if you include pool players gassing pool play. up these numbers, like come on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's like the the mm-hmm. the talent is obviously higher. We're not playing plumbers and accountants anymore, but uh people are one like, of oh, them. dude. You were certified plumber. Um hey my man. <laughs> I cleaned your pipes. In <laughs> <laughs> what way? Um so Ooh. yeah, people were people were talking about that as well. Um, but it's mm-hmm. the the fact that people try to downplay champs is like not as important as it used to be is just like uh, it insane after as i'm winning it was was cool it was cool to have what it was i still wish it existed don't get me wrong like i just thought it was very it was one of the cooler events in esports but like it's like we're just skipping the bracket play like the fact is if somebody people try to diminish like phase winning or it was an i'm like you think that phase team was going to struggle in pool play? Like, what, what the fuck are we talking about? It was very about? rare then, that pool play actually yes, ended up. It was rare. An and if anything, what I hated. The only was thing it, was, was like, it was like, you know, the bracket. bracket met, yes. Yeah, bracket yeah. But like, I, I didn't like that because, you know, listen, you play the entire year, right? You play this whole year out. You know where you're positioned. To have like this like flop or like weird game, all of a sudden you have like a godlike match of round one. Like, I didn't like that. Yeah. I like it more to be like, You've worked to structure it here. You've worked for this seating. Now let it play out naturally. Yeah. So, yeah. Honestly, fans are like, we agree, Maeve. We agree with you big time. <laughs> Agreed. You should have ran it earlier. 100%. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was like Gen G, right? That was like the only big one was Biops 4, that Gen G team. They, they were like top, top, uh, top we, three. We got, yeah. we got last in World War II as well on Optic. Oh, yeah. Well, you guys had like that weird tiebreaker scenario. Yeah, two to one tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, that was another so thing tough. about pool play that sucked was the dumbass tiebreakers. Well, we always, I always, um, when He's I worked League Ops, wanted, like, I, I took the fight every year. I just wanted like GSL style, like double limb. GSL, yeah. Yeah. SAG Finity, yeah. GSL. Um, I don't, yeah, because that shit happened. But, anyways, uh, yeah, we kind of, you know, obviously now, Here's the interesting question. I mean, Adraza is uh, dude, I love. He is hilarious, dude. Like so oh, yeah. funny. Yeah. But now, I mean, do you care the way he is? Do you just let him rock. Like, do you know? Like now, everyone's everyone's gunning for you, right? It's I mean, cliche, I guess world champs. It's cliche, but Zach is unapologetically himself, and I think that okay. uh, it's not it's not malicious. He's not being the way that he is with malicious intent. He's having fun. As a 21-year-old professional Call of Duty player who just won champs. And as like stupid as that sounds, like he he actually means no ill will towards Chris or anyone that he's shit talking. It's literally just the competitive drive in him. No, he loves it. it he, he, lo- he, loves dude, he fucking loves COD. Loves COD. This guy's playing so, with his girlfriend. I mean, it's literally having, un- unmatched. Dude, having the amount of passion that he brings on the team is like it's refreshing. Like he shows up every day and just loves getting better and playing COD. So I don't want him to change. And I think that the way that he carries himself, he just just how cool. he is. I have no issue with it. I mean, I think always, that's what the scene fucking needs is people like Zach. I, I've always said we're like the WWE more than anything else, man. Like we, we need that's more personality. Is. It's all personality. COD yes. has always been driven we, by personality. We shit on every other esport when it comes to like personality. We, oh, absolutely. 100%. It's so like that. Yeah. I like I, my take on it was like, I, I loved it, but like, I also don't have an issue with how like Simp responded because yeah, I mean, that, I, of course, like yeah. I love that you stirred up the drama. Yeah. Of course he's going to respond that way. Now I can't wait for you guys to play. Great. Exactly. Awesome. Like, the storylines going into the next year are going to be the best that I think the CDL era has so far, for sure. Well, yeah, soon we're going to get into the roster stuff because that, uh, there's, yeah, it's. 
what you guys were talking what you guys don't think that there's like a lot of like great like uh like other things that cod esports has like like really devs porn stuff so, all right moving on we're, um, we're cracking right. jokes now the personalities are yeah you're right top notch and the gunny not, is unbelievable well, that's, that is that is one thing though that i i think is a testament to everything is like regardless of title regardless of support regardless Keep of us not getting alive. the basics right yeah. The storylines and the players and the personalities are good enough to keep it that going. We keep on going. Now, now, Bro, is there, a, people love this year. They loved it. I'm like, yeah, it's. Is, I mean, is there potential? I've, I've noticed that disgusting correlation between the amount of hatred the pro players have for the game and how much love <laughs> their fans have for the game. Like yes. Modern Warfare wow. is so reviewed like fondly, but it was just oh, the God. worst fucking game ever. See, that's <laughs> why I, I, I sort of listen. I used to always be on the side. Of just getting pissed off when you know we didn't get support, or pissed off when we didn't have this. I guess I just got kind of got to the point where I just don't care because we don't have the power to really do anything. And if it gets oh, better, I'm indifferent great. at this point. Yeah, just indifferent. And but yeah. I also yeah, like I almost that's why I would I'm rather old, I'm old and, and yeah don't don't. I, 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 well, like I would rather effort. a massively popular title that is huge just with the average player base than I care about it being the perfect competitive game at this point. Like I'd rather a ton of people playing it and a chance for new eyes in the league than I care about anything else at this point. Well, like, it's just the the formula. The formula of COD is is not competitive. Like I was actually, yeah. funnily enough, talking to kind of my girlfriend about it, but she was like, "Yeah, every other professional esport or successful esport, the game is what you play competitively. League of Legends, Counter Strike, mm -hmm. Valorant. It's like you log on, you know the rules, you know the guns, you know why things are the way they are. You log on to COD. It's like why are they only using these two guns? Why are they only playing these maps? Why are they only playing these game modes? Where so like, and in its yeah. and in itself, it's not a competitive game. So it's very hard to to build a, a competitive fan base yeah. for sure. Hundred percent." Well, okay. Now, listen, we're going to talk, Joe. I think we're going to go to Roster Mania soon. We're going to like sort of chat about all the stuff going down. But yeah. I guess I just want to hear from you. You said you're just like chilling. It's sort of great not have to have to deal with it. Just watch it all from the outside. Oh, I'm it's sure. so great. See, <laughs> I, I, I actually, I, I have intentionally stayed out of the circle of like Intel and leaks and stuff like that because I want to, I want to see what the what fans happens. like what happens so like when optic tweets that they're dropping ender and brandon i'm like oh my fucking god <laughs> like, like i'm not sitting here like waiting for the tweet knowing hours in advance i saw that shit and i was like what is happening and then a day later you know they're jk but nonetheless like my reaction is, is genuine so I, I think um that also helps for content a lot because in the past um to out myself a little bit i have known about things but i've had to still make videos on it so it's like very hard to to spin the narrative a little bit but yeah. now it's like i'm so out of it that like i can make genuine content and be like i wonder what's going to happen like is this an option is this an option so it's, i always uh, it helps that, a lot bro. when people like ask questions and we're streaming or something like they want to know you something, know the like, answer but yes yeah, exactly it's like how do yeah. i talk about this when i know what's going to happen it, it's yeah. just it's like it's like annoying to it's very hard to be yourself and genuine when you're just like worried you're gonna like slip up exactly. or say something incorrect. At this point, I don't give a shit. So like, <laughs> I, I I'm I'm scorned. I don't care. Just here for a good time. Yeah, you're yeah. just gonna like give me you five. Know, you know your and I'll show. I'll tell you what you want. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just bait them out. Bait them out. Yeah. Um. All right. That's got. That's it for Vanguard. We're just gonna go to your career a little bit. Just some fun stuff. Um. You know, stuff from yeah. your past. I think a lot of people, especially when I'm in the chat or like on Twitter. People always want to know how you're just so relaxed. Even when I played with you, you've always just been relaxed, sitting back. Just it's fucking weird. Good. It's posture fucking good. weird. I, I guess when did that like? How did that happen, or why did that start? It's just a personality trait. I don't know. Is it? It's, it's like it's different. It, it is different this year. I will say. Um, I think that was it this year. 
Oh, have you guys heard our listening from Champs? No, no, have no. You guys I, 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 to that I'm video? not saying that's up there. So how you sit, like your whole oh, the, like, body posture. language. You're, you're just like, it looks like, like MC's got his foot up. Like you both look like you're Yo. just chilling, man. Like I, MC's is crazy, right? So I'm I'm foot there, I, I, like, I don't want to be like in your, like, like, with, with, in the, in the monitor, <laughs> like that's that looks very uncomfortable. Yo, he's just playing, like CS and Val guys, bro. Dude, is he's literally playing in on there. independent in real life. Like I'm, yeah. I'm chilling. Like just, it's just how it's just comfortable. I don't fucking know. What? Just, I guess I though, just like your your personality trait, though. Even like yeah. I don't know, like competition. Usually people get fired up. Fired like, up. Yeah. Like I'll get just it. like how you've always been. Like. Yeah, I, I'm very nonchalant when it comes to to, to competition yeah. and stuff. Um, but there have been times this year. I don't know if you guys have watched our our comms video from Champs. Mm -hmm. I was going fucking crazy, and I didn't even realize that much in the moment because of the adrenaline that was flying through my body. But in that optic series, I was saying some fucking heinous shit. <laughs> I mean, like, dude, I was on like Gab P1 just screaming, "They're flooding their brain dead. They don't know what they're doing. Like, these guys are world's worst. Like, I'm fucking running at these morons. Like, I'm like." Dude, it's like, holy shit. When I watch it outside of how I was feeling in the moment, it's like, yo, I'm kind of that guy. But um, like, uh, I think, uh, Joe, if you remember. I was or, a murderer, though. I was, was actually it you a guys that casted uh, Us vs. FaZe in Black Ops 4 for the, the yes. knockout series when I got that yes. 1v3 and Insane. I was just like, yeah, and I was just and I was just chilling. And it, people always ask me, like, how, how do you not react in those moments? And it's just like, I don't know. It's just how I am. I don't have I don't have like an answer. For you, really. Well, you know, if you and Crowder, right? Crowder had like that one v three and stuff. Like, and, and you guys are both yeah. just like. I mean, it's it's. I think it's the same thing as Clay. Clay's just hype. That's just how he is. So yeah. I think it's not yeah. really like. A I way guess I wasn't sure if it was something like you just learned, right? Like no, I think that's just how I am. Watching someone else, kind of, you wanted to mimic it, or if it was just the way no. it was. Okay. I um, think. Um, but to expand just a tad bit, I think it helped a lot this year because I took on the reins of a little bit more of a leader this year than I have in the past. So I think um, being able to to maintain like a level of calmness while my three teammates are just doing whatever the fuck they want and making sure that we're all level headed enough um, is was definitely helpful this year for sure. Cool. Um, I love this. I love this trio. Slack, classic octane, the trio. Yep. Listen. The, hey, we were nasty. I, I want to know for a dynasty oh. era cod. We were nasty. Okay. Yeah, we were good at some stuff. Yeah. I want to ask you about search though. Some like. Stuff. <laughs> I, I gotta so ask about search. Like, were you guys yeah. genuinely just like that bad at search? Well, maybe not like you individually, well, like, just as a team. But like, pretty bad. Um, but did you did you just did you not practice at all? Did no one just we really play? We didn't well, no play one that much. Back then, right? No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't practice, dude. We play yeah, every every day. Like year. there was like like there was like uh, wagers. Like uh, yeah. I, I guess knowing like Nick, he's just kind of like I just want to play eights and run forward. Yeah. Wait, are you guys actually guy. finally screaming search? Oh, we played it four days a week this year. Yeah, it's been that's been. The last, play uh, usually we'll uh, do a normal scrim actually, first. I didn't know that finally switched because I was bitching yeah, about that. Yeah, we do. For years. Um, we play a normal scrim first set, and then we'll usually play a best of nine for the second set. Wait, what year did that start? Uh, this year. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say it had to have been recent, Joe, because I remember like uh, bitching I think about teams, this. Teams were year. playing. Teams, teams have been doing, doing that it. previously, mm -hmm. like Cold War. Um, I think Cold War is like when it actually started, but this year okay. is like the norm to book like a best of nine second set. See, I I love that because it always pissed me off when a team was bad at search. I just knew they weren't playing it whatsoever. Yeah. We, we played a lot this year. Um, but to answer the question, I I think that um, I think that the at least for me personally, early in my career, when I would switch to S and D, my mindset would just completely shift on how to like play. So I would I would okay. be a lot more timid and stuff. Um, so that's why I was mm -hmm. bad early, and I think now I got a lot better. Granted, I dropped double donuts this year, but. Um, I think uh, Modern Warfare and Cold War, and even the beginning of this year, I think I was actually insane at S and D. Like Cold War, I was like top five. 
Um, yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember last year. Yeah, so I, feel I like think multiple um, years you had a good KD. Like even the years you were bad, like you'd be losing, but yeah. you'd have like a one-two in SND, and I'd be like, oh well. Yeah, Sam's I, I've just there's always had like days. a stigma attached to me that I'm a little bit worse at SND than respawn. Oh, which just is like true, your team, not but... you. It's just that all those all those teams, those, you, oh, those guys, you have those a seventy percent yeah, win yeah. rate in both respawns, and then you'd have a thirty percent search win rate. Uh, that's yeah. just what it was. True. Yeah, was you you won tournaments winning like two searches, dude. Dude, we won London in Black Ops Four with like one SD win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had a point six nine in SD alone. I won that shit. It's, That's amazing. It's like, it just yeah. blows my mind to think about how like I guess how good those teams could have been if you just somehow got it's it. my team now. We lost three S and D's at two events. Yeah. yeah. If you were like a 50-50 search team, yeah, it'd be this. Yeah. Like you just, I just have I just have Zach play calling with the utmost confidence. Like the way that he calls things, you would literally think the round is fucking unlosable. Some like, of them are. I love that. Oh, yeah. Are. Yeah, some, them, of, some of them are. Sure. He's like, I'm gonna, I got three. I Dude, got three. It's so, it's so funny, like on a little sign tangent, like our S and D improved so much because we actually stopped. Like, you know how you start around, like, yo, let's do this B hit. Like, we'll have our setup. I think we completely abandoned all. Like, we had like obviously like who plays the sites or whatever, but I think we actually abandoned all preset strategy and like how we want to play. And it's literally like, yo, Dill, I'm gonna do this. Like, come help me here kind of thing as opposed to like yo i'm gonna go to this truck of pray and this cross for x amount of seconds and i'm gonna go give it up and like i think that was something that we got way better at was just our situationals which was killing us at the beginning of the year um, yeah, just playing so a lot like a lot more info based just loose thing. bro we're just playing loose around the map yeah. like yo let's just fucking group hit this like it's it, it wasn't as as like stiff as it was at the beginning of the year okay and then, then you have they'll just call out like jump out blue look over me so well, yeah, because you can tell, like, once the game kind of stops, that's when, like, a player like Draza would literally just, like, you just know, you kind of know where people are set up, or yeah. that's when your VOD review comes in. That's when the game yeah. is easy. It's like, if you're, as long as you're not down a man or two in the first 15, 20 seconds, you're probably all right. Yeah. Probably figure it out. Um, I mean, I love asking this question uh, to anyone. Was there ever, like, a team that almost happened? that you wish happened or a team you wanted to join that was close to happening the biggest one um, that got away the biggest one that got away uh well we almost had simp in black ops 4 like really that be me joining or can it just be a roster? no no anything yeah, yeah, yeah we any, almost any, anything involving you yeah we almost had chris instead of preston in black ops 4 um Think about how but, history would be different right now these past be crazy. how different we, it could have been. we passed on him because we couldn't we were trying to make the change, I think, in, like, December. I don't remember the exact Before time frame. 18, but, but he couldn't. Yeah, exactly. And it was, like, months. It was, like, two or three months. So there had to be, like, a weird buffer period. So we just grabbed Preston because they didn't qualify. Um, so we almost got Chris in Black Ops 4. Um, it was supposed to be me, John, Seth, and Krim in World War II for the Optic roster. That was what it was supposed to be. But John, like, backed out at literally the final, the 11th hour. Um, what you else? John. There? Okay. What else? Some good ones. Walked it walked into London, dropped the one there's been four some, and one. There's, yeah. There's been oh, it's some, always crazy there's to hear. Ones. I mean, I'm sure it happens every year. Like um, one phone call Pierce, away or Pierce almost joined my LG team and IW. If you guys remember that whole debacle where he benched himself and stuff. Oh um, I do. That, oh, that almost happened. United. Yeah. So we were supposed to, to drop Nato, right? Yeah, he went to phase. Uh, we were supposed to drop Nato and then we won Anaheim. Um, but we could have got Pearson and IW. That team would have been fucking crazy. We were so good. Um yeah. I think those are probably like the top three off the top of my head. Okay. Cool. No, I like that. I like that question. I, I'm curious more just like kind of all time for you as you've been. What year did you really pop up for me? Like AW? AW, AW. is when I went pro. Yeah. Oh, right. AW. Yeah. Um, so you've had like. Oh, the Empire know. team. Chat just went big. Sorry to cut you off. The Empire oh, no, you're good, team. You're good. Yeah. It could have been. Uh, was it me? 
Shotzi wasn't in the, on the team at the time, so it would have been me, Ender, Alec, Dylan, and Kyler in Modern Warfare. On Seattle? On, uh, on Empire. Empire. On Empire. Okay. I could, yeah. That would have been wild. Shotzi wasn't in the picture yet, but anyway. Okay. Sorry, to, sorry to cut you off. No, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, I just want to know, like, you've had oh. pretty much, I mean, since you set foot in this thing, you were, like, in the top AR combo for a long time. Like, I don't know, top two, three, basically, at all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, like your formal octanes clay like all those wild matchups you've had over the years i don't know i guess i want to know is there one that like is toughest to play against or is that even something you think about because i know it's just not like a main ar versus main ar thing you know you've got subs I've, flying i've, I've always viewed it as a mini game though i have always viewed yeah um in terms of like, that's interesting toughest? itself yeah yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's tough enjoyable was formal matt I th- like we've never actually talked about it, but Matt Your and I IW had year this... was my favorite thing ever. I, you two fighting I, each my, other, I love. I think it, my IW year was my favorite year to this date. I think um, obviously Black Ops Four, but I think uh, I, I, in terms of like I just, dude, playing against Matt was so fun because, like I said, I've never talked to him about it, but I, we had this unspoken rule: if we see each other, it's to the fucking death. And- <laughs> <laughs> there was never there was never like yo i like i'm gonna play my life like this it is looked a poor like child. That, though. it did it, it was like literally that. every time matt and i saw each other from the moment that i went pro to the moment that he retired it was to the fucking death and that was the some of the most fun that i have had playing cod and i view every min ar matchup as a minigame like i said so i know the players tendencies very well and i think that is one thing that keeps me at the top is i'm so fast to recognize players tendencies and like uh, breakoffs and like how they approach gunfights and stuff like that. Um, so I'm I'm very on top of my min AR like counterpart most of the time, and I know how they're going to play. Um, so playing against Matt was just it was always fucking fun, dude. Especially I, I feel like IW. I talked about that because it actually I talked about that a lot casting it because it almost even though I didn't know that that's what it seemed like. Like when you guys yeah. were on the map, you battled, and it like it lit- the reason it was so good is because to before you like rose to that, Matt was the guy. You know, I obviously was quite far in his cheeks when I came over from Halo with him and I was gassing him and stuff. And, you know, everyone yeah, knows formal was, my, formal was my guy. And, like, he was, what do I always say? He just didn't miss a bullet, right? That was his thing. He just didn't miss. And, like, then there was you who also didn't miss. So you guys would fight. It was just, like, who beamed the fuck out of the other? Like, it was just, yeah. I don't know. And then I the last the three problem. months, like, Austin would pop up. Like, Clay was, I was always about to around. Say, I was about to say, yeah. Austin would always turn up towards the end of the season, like, yeah. IWBO3. Um, but, yeah, playing against... Playing against different ARs uh, is, it's 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 weird for me because you play like against Lamar or um, Alec who are much more like methodical. You know where they're going to be in their certain play styles. Like, you know, they love their fucking spots uh, or Zinni, not not Alec, excuse me, uh, Lamar and Zinni. Like, you know where they're going to be. Um, but you play against like Alec, Austin, Clay, like they tend to mix it up a little bit. They'll catch you off guard from time to time, uh, but it's still to the fucking death. <laughs> So, Formal didn't know he was a main AR, AR half the time. I thought like he was just like yeah. He, he does. I mean that's why he was so good at IW because he played like <laughs> yeah. a flex player. He just ran yeah, out of yeah, paper. Just, I'm gonna. I'm going. I'm taking a fight. <laughs> yeah, but uh, definitely Matt to, to answer your question. That, that was actually that was awesome to hear though. To the death. That's cool. All right. Well, Especially like while think, running on resistance, like P1, just like up in the air at the same time, battling. same angle, just fucking going at it like an anime fight. <laughs> I love it. That was the NV4, right? Is that what yeah. it was? Yeah, before. So yeah, that's yeah. like top five for me, bro. I love that gun. Well, I yeah. said, well, what was the? Oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. I literally was just mixing titles in my head. Oh, you want to get to roster mania? Let's do it. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. I'm not involved. Um, yeah, now you just get to hang out as we kind of talk through stuff. Where do you want to start? Uh, got... I mean, I think, I think we're going to cover some big ones. Yeah, I think it started last week, really, with NYSL, in which, like, the news kind of broke. Um, 
Paul is off the roster. Krim's looking for a squad. All of this drama came, came out. And I guess it was kind of surprising to hear that that team was kind of in shambles because they just got to a final in major four. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, the fact well, that no they made they that chance, final in the way that like, it, it, like the the way their camp was going is so typical. <laughs> no, one hundred percent. The way they turned it that like from what we heard on the flank, the 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 fact that they made a final is so respectable. Well, that's what like that's all this stuff I'll always say. Like we don't we don't see even even we're closer to it than fans, but like you can say it's them doing this on the map and this, but like we don't know what the relationships are like or the dynamics. Yeah. So we have no idea what the day to day is. Well, like. Wouldn't you think just, in a, a run like that would just be like, wouldn't that together? just like mend it all together? Winning solves yep. all problems. <laughs> you I, I, well, you know, they didn't win. We're playing. Well, they got to champs, right? Well. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. The I just would run. figure like, okay, I told you we could do this, whether it's Crim saying this or, you know, they got to champs, but I mean, it just felt like it never, it never got fixed. Um, yeah, I guess it seems for, like they were they were on the trajectory that we were since pro am. I think I think they were on a very similar like upward trend. Like obviously they yeah. won pro am, but it felt mm -hmm. like they were right with us from pro am to champs. Well, they beat you in major four, right? Yeah, and, and winners, the winners final. final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Winners final. Yeah, I guess. Um, the interesting, really interesting for me is probably like two parts. I mean, the crim thing. Do you like just think it's sort of like a pat situation where obviously he's tough to play with to for some people. Like if you don't you don't know Krim, you don't yeah, know what the kind of guy he is. Them. When you're playing at, when you're one of the best in the game, you can kind of do whatever the hell you want, right? And in the most winningest player, you can do whatever the hell you want. But then as time goes on, it just feels like he's been tougher and tougher to play with, sort of burning bridges. It, it seems like he's kind of worried that he's not going to end up on a team. I think it's going to be up to him, though, because I think he could go to Paris right now and play. But is that a situation? Mm -hmm. Is he going to play because to play or is he going to play to win? And I think he's going to play to win. So I think if he can't be on a, con a contending roster, he'll retire. I, I think it's sort of he's hit the point now where it's like kind of clay got a couple of years ago where it's like you got to hope you get the right young players and maybe something clicks like when when. Uh, it is when when was like the one where it stood out to me? I guess like the, kind of the United year, like United. when Clay was off of a top top team. He of course got blessed with what Simp has become, and you know things work out. But like, it's it's just going to be harder now. I think right, like he's not going to be just on the top. He doesn't have the relationships to, it, yeah. to do it's it. Gonna, well, what was interesting? So we were both like John. Are talking about we were worried about like the the teammate thing because he he has. Maybe been a bad teammate in the past, like difficult, but like he he put like a, a twit longer out where he basically said, I thought I was an incredible teammate this year, but a below average play player. He went through how he was like talking to teammates of their goals every week and how to improve, like sitting down with them all. Yeah, it was very much like a my team versus the world mentality. It, it, at least from him, it seems he was really yeah. working to be a better teammate. I just, I guess, I don't know how it came across to the teammates if that is what. Well, that's kind of what Joe said. It takes a very, it takes a, a certain personality trait to be able to play with Ian. I think at like yeah. at the highest level because Ian is very eccentric. And I think, like that. I think outside of the game, that's fine. But if you're still speaking to players a certain manner in the game, that's when people lose full. Like yeah. that's that's when it's like, if someone is immediately just like after a map loss, start blaming people. I I don't know. Just start throwing negativity out. Yeah. That's when it's just sort of. That's kind of where wow, we were I'm at. Kinda, I'm kind of done with this. 
right that's where our we our our like comms became like very much that after major two so that's why like we needed a mental reset for sure it it it, it impacts morale a lot more than a lot of players realize i think like if you lose like ah, uh, like if you hit one of those and it's just like okay so yeah i th- i think um back to the crim thing i think that it takes it takes a special personality to be able to utilize ian in the best way possible I think that's mm-hmm. why, like, the optic roster was so good because I think Damon and Ian bounced very well off each other. And Matt is very nonchalant about things, um, so I think that if Ian can be utilized in the right way, then obviously win forty times. Oh. It's gonna. Be, I also don't know if I love him as a main. He's not a I main. Know. He's never been a main. Yeah. Ever. Ever. He's like too fast. Too fast. He, he's, he's been like, a flex player forever. Yeah. I hate the main gimmick that he's on. It's it's so annoying. Okay. He, play, he's, he plays main like Matt, but like Matt get, got away with it because it was he's Matt. Just, it was he, Krim is not a main AR player and he never has been. The fact that he's ran it the last like two years or whatever is criminal. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. No pun intended. No yeah. pun intended. <laughs> no, I, 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 you know, hopefully he, he figures out. Hopefully he finds a team. I, I think, I don't know. Yeah. It's up to I him. I genuinely, yeah. I think it's up to him. Okay. If then he, the Hydra thing. Let me, okay. So, Sam, I don't play anymore, right? I'm not playing against some of these guys. Yeah. We're talking, I mean, the money, the numbers are out. This guy is... 500 racks. This guy, his team, like, they're making his agent a head coach. Like, it is. And New York's all in on this guy. Yeah. Right? Is he that good? Like, I don't know, because I know I'm not playing. Like, when you're playing him, like... I'm trying to give you guys, like, an analogy. I think I I I can do it. I'm going to ask you this. Okay. Is he more okay? So a BZ will drop a one-two, but you see how BZ plays. But is he more like a how Seth has been at sometimes the past, where it's like a little bit, yeah, like yeah. for the one-two a little yeah. bit slower type thing. That's the way yeah. I view it. I think yeah, I think that's actually perfect. I I think I would attribute his play style more to Seth than Tyler. I think that's a perfect way to put it for sure. See, Joe's not mu- a total idiot. He's much. He, no, I, I think he's more about like though. Like, needs, I wanted, like he just yeah, needs like yeah. the ultimate green light. Like go do whatever you want. We'll play around you kind of thing. I think that's when like he will flourish. He's not going to be like a hyper aggressive, easy no. in your face type player. Like, no, no, no. I think that's what Kiz, I think that's what Kiz was doing, and that's why their dynamic oh. was super good. Okay. Well, that's, that's Kiz, just Kiz like very my thing of face. like, is he that good? Because like this team, oh yeah, he's, he's crazy. Yeah, he's, he's that good. He's, okay. Yeah, he's very. I, he, I don't think he's five hundred k good. I don't think a lot of people are five hundred k good. I think there's like two well, people that are five hundred. I think the problem. Good. I think the problem with like that type of sub versus let's say an ABZ or a Kismet, like that play style, like you just can't, there's very few people that can do it and do it well and still play well. I feel like yeah. everyone wants that right on their team. Everyone wants someone that's going to bash their fucking face against the wall over and over yeah. and over again. If you're the t- type of player like Hydra, I guess you really just need that right pairing. I guess I feel like it'd be harder to find the right thing See, that works. I, I think we'll, we'll that, probably, we'll, we'll touch on it, but the rumored Minnesota roster, I think does what you're talking about perfectly. I think that like their their dynamic, which is like always the sub duo that you want. You want the one, not headless, but like hyper aggressive when they're on, they're a 1.2 and the series is over player. And then you have the other ones like a little bit more slow, more ratty, like playing their corners a little Play bit more. Preston like, like, Tyler, like it's it's yeah. like Dylan Ken. It's it's when that dynamic is achieved, that's when your sub duo is like the best that it can be. That's always thought about Seth. I didn't feel like Seth was like kill whoring. I always thought Seth just valued That's his just life. Sl- yeah, Seth just, just slower than... Life. And in some I games... Mean, Seth, and, Seth and Shots it, is a good example too. And so, yeah. yeah, some games it'll hurt you and some games it's great. It really just depends yeah. on the title kind of. But, okay, so... Yeah, I was just curious. Is there like a New York rumor roster? Is it just like Hydra I don't, supposedly just I, I don't think there is. Kind of just chilling? I have heard absolutely fuck all about Zero. New York. 
Yeah. Okay. All I know Maybe is they're just still on the moves. team. That's all I okay. got. Okay. They're just waiting, waiting for moves. Um, moving on from New York, uh, Ultra, uh, Dance leaves. Seems like Cammy's elsewhere. Scrappy well, and one more. I, I mean, I guess we start with Bance and Cammy. Yeah, Scrappy, I, Jamie, I, Toby, right now. Listen, I don't yeah. know what's going to happen with Bance. Um, I, I just, I just, I'm not going to do a whole swan song here, but I just love Bance as like a person, and a I player, love ben. and I he, love Ben. <laughs> he is someone. Someone tweeted out the other day, sort of like a, you know, who's one of the best all time to not to not win a champs final and. Hmm. Bance, someone put Bance on that really, yeah. I mean, just two second places, right? Yeah. And I'm hoping Splice, with Splice yeah. and with Splice Ultra. And, and when you think of Bance's career, especially, I mean, let's just be blunt. EU Kata's got fucking shit on for the last 10 years. Like, they, they for the most part, right. they just, they have not, they correct. have not been on top. They don't have the same player base we do. Most of the top players are here. That is what it has been. And Bance, despite that, has been so successful. And I guess I just, I hope this isn't it because I really want him to somehow win. I just don't know if it's possible at this point. But if he is done, I guess I feel like he's the type of player that he'll find a home doing something within this because he's just a genuine dude. I I just I like Vance a lot. I, Do you I'm guys a big wish, Benjamin Vance fan. You guys wish they would have kept the roster? Like I for like I don't at least the beginning. I think I think no? the experiment was over. I, I think the experiment was over. See, done? I, I guess yeah. I just feel they were good at a good again, they were good at a good game. They're bad at one that was tough. I guess I would want to see at least what happened with a different title. But I guess to that point, you want to build a team that how doesn't matter, right? You should be able to win in anything. So, yeah. and next year's more of the same of this year. So I don't. You would think, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm a big Toronto fan. I love those. Me guys. too, man. I love yeah, that. Same. Like you know, like you know, when you as a competitor, when you watch other teams win, and you're like, "Fuck you!" When Toronto won, I was like, "You fucking get that shit." Yeah, <laughs> well, I, think, I think it's like Ultra. Ultra's done a good job, kind of building the brand. Of these guys, and like, they just have likable players. And yeah. and I think even though I said like EU's gotten shit on, like there is that underdog thing where like I don't know when there is a good EU team, I want to see them do something. Like I I want to see them win something. Um, Absolutely. So I, I found myself like rooting for them, and that's not We're just all unproblematic wanted. kings. Yeah, on European right? kings. Yeah. They're really good too. Like, oh, yeah, just, other stuff. yeah, like their teamwork, especially last year, was just even if they're unreal. worse, they're a bitch to play against. It looks like, like even dude, that's what that's what Brandon tweeted after they beat him was like, dude, it's so tough to put those guys down. Like yeah. it, it's it's fucking hard. Yeah, um, Cammy, the Cammy scrappy thing. Like, could could one of them run a main? Do you think like it's worth holding on to Cammy? It feels like I think dropping Cammy is such a mistake. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I agree with you. I think, I think a fucking monster. I think Cam's skill like. ceiling is literally top three player in the game. Uh, we're with you. Okay. Joe and I are gigantic Cammy people. Yeah, it feels that guy like is internally, insane. but players and teams realize kind of how good he is. Maybe he had like an off year, and maybe yeah. that's like you know we saw it last year. He was good at MW, right? So yeah. I, I listen. Do you that's just what, think that's it was? We, that's when he started like popping off as MW. I was like, "Yo, this guy's kind of fucking nutty." Yeah. Do you think it was just uh, Scrappy's just running flies? I mean, Ultra is taking those chances. I mean, they did it since year one, where they're just gonna they built up their youth, and this yeah. is just kind of it. It's just is it a mistake? I what think I don't know if Cammy runs a main AR. I don't, I don't think he does. Uh, Cammy, I, like, I think have it. Yeah, I think that's a mistake if he does. Yeah. What was he involved in in the transition bef between years? There was well, it was him and Kleenex were like everybody wanted them. That yeah, they were, they hadn't they hadn't resigned. Um, but wasn't so everyone were, after him? Like Empire, uh, yeah. Wasn't everyone trying to get yeah, Cam, everyone. Cam, everyone went after Cam and Toby last year. 
Sure. Um, but I don't. I I think having Cam is very similar like a Crim thing. I think he's just going to be underutilized if you have him run main. I think his proficiency with a sub is like he's a legitimate flex player, which you don't have very often. Sure. So I think that like there's very few in the league that are legitimate flex players. I think he's one of them. So if you just if you put him on a main, I think it's just a mistake. Uh, and then what for them? It's uh, Scrappy, yeah, <laughs> Toby, and in insight. Then yeah, and then a one. Yeah, one. I think it's a good spot. I don't know who's. I don't know if they're gonna you know take it from one of their young like academy teams or. I think like Hicksy's gonna... still on their roster, so that yeah. might be might be an angle where they start. Um, yeah, I think it, it's kind of tough for Cam because I think Scrap is. Uh, I, I hate to use the word inevitable, but like his challenge no, every, everyone was just so good that like he, he had to be in the league. It was just, it was just one of those things. Um, so taking Cammy's spot, I think it, it just, it's a shitty hand to be dealt. Um, but I think that cam again is his ceiling is so high that he'll land on his feet without problems. Yeah, we'll get to uh, that rumor roster uh, up next. Uh, optic, uh, fun one, fun one. Uh, listen, this is why dude, I wait. I, I wait until something. So when I made my video, dude, I uploaded that shit two hours before they tweeted. LOL, JK. I was like, you sons of bitches. So well, all right, let's let's try to not. I guess I want to talk about like before we heard the LLJK and like thoughts, thoughts when we actually thought it was happening. Cause I think yeah. most people were losing their minds. I was of, I, I thought it made sense at first. The Illy thing, I think it might be thing around made the sense. Thumb. The Brandon thing see, did the not Brandon make thing, sense. The, see the Brandon thing made a ton of sense to me. That, that actually is what made the most sense because what really? I assumed happened at the time, what I assumed happened is we know there were the issues going back a couple of years where it was like the work ethic where he wasn't yeah. a good teammate. All stuff popped up with him and TJ and he promised that it was going to be better. I, my assumption was some of the same mistakes were still being made. Some of that stuff had popped up again. And it was like, all right, it's too cutthroat now. Like that, that he wasn't putting in the effort. So at the time, I was like, if that is the case, he is not a big enough superstar to get away with that shit if that's what's happening. You've got scum on your team. I don't care how good you are. You are gone if that's the case. That, that's, what, that's what my thought was. If that's what the problem was, they had to get rid of him. So I actually understood it. And... Then everything went crazy. Well, I guess what were your thoughts on like the rumored line, lineup of like Hydra Scrum Shotsy Cam? Because that's what the, the four was. Like, I guess I'll get mine. I'll let you guys go first. I thought it could have been twisted. Honestly, I don't know. I thought that. I, I, oh, Tash was it, also a rumor. Attach, yeah, yeah, Tash was a rumor as well. Um, I, I honestly, I don't know. I, I think it's a lateral move in terms of skill. Um, I think the ceiling of the team is crazy. I think Seth on a flex is like a very weird thing to Ooh. talk about. Um, but I think the the terms of like only skill for the team, I thought it was a lateral move. Yeah. Well, I guess really yeah, my, my thought lateral? Not, see the skill yeah. the skill didn't really matter to me in this. It was more just I guess I always assumed it wasn't skill when it came to Dash. It was something to do with like internal stuff, but yeah. Yeah, I guess that roster for me would all just kind of depend on Seth because I think Hydra's obviously really lead. nuts. Seth would have had to lead. Yeah, yeah, he would have had to do that as well. But I, I think like they would have had a lot of pace. It would have been like crazy oh, they to play against. Crazy pace. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed I the Alec one a little bit more though. The Alec roster, the Alec one could have been cool. So, so that what, what's the Alex one? It would it would have been uh, Alec and Paco. So Seth runs flex, Alec on main, and then Paco and Shotzi. All right, I'm gonna go on a tangent here real quick with the Alec okay. thing because I want to. This is the thing I really want to talk about. Mm -hmm. And I want to hear your opinion on, and it's going to kind of merge multiple roster things here, but okay. the 
Did I guess, dots. All right. Face obviously, <laughs> face obviously had some issues, but did did this tweet and whatever's going on with Dashi that tweet did that tweet kill the Face Dynasty? What tweet? The tweet that Dashi was gone because that for him being oh, freed up. Oh, like did like did they did Face did drop optic- Alec fully expecting to get Brandon? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think Optic might have killed the Face so. Dynasty. I think I think Optic indirectly. I think they indirectly baited the shit out of him. I'm not going to lie. I wholeheartedly think that that team thought they were going to get Brandon and drop that. That's the way I view it. Like that team. I I agree. Maybe, maybe they had problems and maybe something would have happened otherwise, but I think if they thought he was free and that's what they wanted to do. Yeah. It killed it. And that, I think so. I think that's wild to think about. Like that tinfoil. I agree. I could be full of shit, but that's the way I view it. That tweet fucking killed a dynasty. Yeah. I'm with you on that. To be honest. (sighs) And there, might be, there might be a lot more to it than we know, but oh, that's yeah, I was gonna that's say it felt like yeah, there always is. Yeah. All right. Before I ask about like that that roster though, um, it, even Dashy, do you guys think because this team and obviously I think a big part of it's probably Illy's thumb. They were worried about his thumb, his injury. It's a lot more serious than what we thought. I guess knowing that they've made a move or thought about it. Does it not like guarantee a full year for this lineup next year? Like, do you think if they have a slow start, it's changed fast? I see. I think they're already, I don't want to use the word broken because that's like an over exaggeration, but I think they're already at tough, the, right. Like they're on their last legs. I think that they got okay. together and they were like, like when you have a team meeting, like you're, you're, you're on the way out. If you have a team meeting, so they, talk, <laughs> they, they talk shit out basically is what it came yeah. out, right? So like we were there, we were on the way out we had one and we got yeah. better. So that could obviously happen. Like that team is fucking skill ceiling is uh, top two, top of like the best team in the game. Um, so I think that if they do start slow, then I think that like, it's very possible for them to make a change quickly. But at, on that same note, I think that the amount of changes that are happening right now, their options for a sub are going to be so slim that it like their skill for the potential change might not even like they might just be forced to play together because who are they going to pick mm. up at that point? Oh, so I see. Okay. Then so here's the other thing. out, suck it up situation. Maybe you think like because Seth wanted to potentially be a flex and Illy and Shotzi were a sub duo, you could potentially see that. Illy running a sub? No, no, no. I think it just it, I don't think that makes sense. Not gonna be better for his thumb, that's for sure. That's what I'm saying. Like you're gonna be slide canceling with a brilliant thumb. Like, no. That's a good point. I guess like I, I guess like the flex the position from team to team, that's like the superstar. Like, do you think like does it not matter because there's so much talent around Illy, or does he need to be better? Like I, I feel like he's I gotta be he better, did. right? I think oh yeah, I probably can't okay. can, you can't continue to drop a point eight and not need to be better. Like that's I don't okay. I don't like I don't care what excuse, whether it's intangibles, leadership, whatever. If you're a consistent point eight, like you need to be better. That's that's just I think it's just hard for me to like knock the team or even review this year just because him being out all the different teams you had like it's hard for me to even like think about whether they should change or not that's why I guess I assumed it was more something with like teamwork personality type stuff because how could you like look at it and come down to game player skill when the year was so fucked like it was at least that's how I think about it like you showed you could win I'm in the same boat and then and then it was a circus I'm down to roll with it I mean that's what I think too but I just was like surprised now at this point I'm asking questions like there had to have been something like they I mean obviously set the shots you were like (laughs) fucking blow it up dude or Ray Ray's like listen man listen we cannot we can uh, we can converse yeah Yeah. like obviously there's some things going on there because I guess I'm surprised if it if if I was right and it was Dashy back to doing that bullshit I don't know how they fix it 
Like, well, what it, I told it, you, you was already, like, you bro, already had a coming to Jesus moment a year ago when he yeah. was doing that stuff. The team. How do you how do you do it again and get away with it? That's why I think there's got to be something I don't know, which I'm sure there is. But like, yeah. you couldn't have done the same shit you promised not to and got away with it again. At least I don't think so. Yeah, I mean that was my thing. You were like, how, people were like, Howard Kadashi you replaced. I'm like, you guys don't know Ray. Like Ray don't give a fuck. He doesn't like, give a shit. I don't yeah, care. I, I just, it's I remember a, talking it's to Steve a, when he was the coach, bro, and he was showing the practice, not showing the practice, sleeping through it and shit. Like I heard all yeah. the horror stories. Like him and TJ were dog shit teammates. That had no work ethics. Like I know what's possible. I said no. That's what was happening again. Yeah. Uh, the beginning of the season is going to be big for this team. That's a, that's all I'll say. Because I, I, they're all in. Like they are. Yep. If they're not making changes and we don't know what the free agent market is going to look like, they have to hope that this team works out because if they need to make a change, the, the pickings are probably going to be slim by the time this is over. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then I, I guess like, um, I guess I'll, we'll just go into this now though, with this for the potential, maybe uh, for two years, then like, I guess like you would at least have a challenge. Maybe if they stick it out for a year, you would at least have like a challengers player success. This has to be great for challengers, right? Because tra- challengers players, if we do you get picked up, it's a different title. If you have another year of the same title where you've had success, this has to be like the best case scenario for challenger yeah. players, right? Having multiple years. Yeah, I think um, I definitely agree. It's just, I mean, that's, I think that's just how it's going to be for everyone, not just challenger players, because it's going to yeah, be yeah. complete going, going about the off season, having two years of one game is going to be completely different because everyone's a known quantity. You're not yeah. picking up players based on like previous performances. Like, yo, this guy fucking fried in this game six months ago. Let's make moves. <laughs> so it, it, I think that the entire approach to the off season is going to be something that like, obviously we've never experienced before. So it's going to be relatively unknown uh, but, territory, but I don't know. I think at Joe's point, it's just oh, you, bigger you, impact on challengers though, just because with pros, yeah, at least I mean, have you have a bunch of games. So like, you know, okay, they were good at five titles. It might be a challengers player that played for one year. At least it's not as much of a gamble, yeah. I guess. Is at what, the, on the same Note, I think that because we're having two games, I think that you look for the pro market even before the challengers. Like, yeah, you'll have like really good challenger players and you'll see who's good, but like at the same time, you'll have the exact same information for pro players. So I think that like, like we really haven't had trades or like any back and forth this season. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) but I think that because the pros are also going to be known quantities, I think that that market is going to be explored before challengers ever would be, obviously. Well, you want to go to phase now? Because I want to like, yeah, go ahead. Let's do it. Well, as we lead into this, I guess I'm going to go back to what I, you know, I kind of joked about, like with the with the tweet. I guess I want to know from Sam's POV, like you're in the past few years, like FaZe have kind of been FaZe since the CDL's inception. They've best team of, ever. They've kind of been the team to beat. Like they, they are really they're insane. <laughs> Were you, I know you just won champs, but like looking back, if you can get rid of like that recency bias. Was it sort of a thought as a player of like, what's going to end this thing? Like what, what yeah, is going it's the same, to be? It's the same mentality that I had about the optic dynasty. It's like the, the only thing that kills teams like that Internally. is the teams is it, the, is themselves. No one, no, they're not, you're not going to construct a team that is going to break them down to the point where they need to make a roster change. It's always going to be internal issues for a dynasty to fall. So um, the fact that it happened is kind of crazy. That's just, there's I, there's only been, what, three or four dynasties in the history of COD, and I do consider phase one because oh, they have yeah. literally shit on everyone since the inception <laughs> of the CDL, and I think if yeah. you think otherwise, you're just naive. Um, so the fact that it's happening now and the way that Optic potentially did it is kind of hilarious. I'm not going to lie. Well, that's, even if it wasn't, like, even if we can't say it was fully that, because obviously, obviously there's a bunch of shit going on behind the scenes all year, but, like, that might have been, like, the 
final hit, right? The final hammer yeah. to the nail. Like, just, okay, we're doing this. And I just find that wild. I need to know what I, what I am genuinely curious about is what they approached Brandon with that he turned them down. Well, I or do if, or, oh, if I Hector just, or if Hector just stonewalled him and was no, like, yo, I, I he's think he loves Octay too. He's I think he likes it. No, no, I, I think so too. I, I thought it. he, I, when I made my video about their change, I was like, I fully expected Brandon to Kobe Bryant, like, I'm on the optic for life. I'm never yep. leaving this organization. So when they dropped him, I was like, holy fucking shit. So I'm mm -hmm. curious, like, what the conversations were in that period of him being a restricted free agent. Like, did FaZe approach him with, like, a crazy offer? Was, did Hacker just, like, flat out say, no, we need to talk this out? Was it, like, a, I don't, I don't know the this, this situation when he was actually a restricted free agent, and then, obviously, when he came back. Um, I would love to, to talk to him about that, though. I, I'd be, be like, crazy. I'd be like this. I'm sorry if I'm doing Brandon dirty, but he always, he strikes me as someone that enjoys being a star more than he cares about winning. In the sense of, like, My if bad, it was Brandon. between, if it was between, like, being, <laughs> My like, fucking it, sincerest, Brandon. <laughs> like, if it was, like, being on Optic and being oh a superstar God. for the Optic brand and, like, maybe winning with FaZe, I think he would choose Optic. Like, maybe well, it's just his, his, thinking, his, his thinking is just, like, we beat these guys in Major 1. That that has to be the message. The message is, is this lineup beat them. That's the message. Maybe. That's literally the message. He just comes across as, like, I, I just happened no, to be I, there. I, agree but like, i think it's also like okay do i go to phase or do i come back to optic well at our best with this optic team we be phase right like that's literally what you're telling yourself yeah and i i actually i i don't think that team would be better with him versus someone like alec i think they need somebody like alec yeah what are your thoughts on this sam thank you yeah, what are your thoughts I think, bro Could that I? team is such a, a a circle jerk in the fan like by the fans and like people oh yeah that are no, they're the fucking insane that keep out team there would be there that would not be bad you it's impossible for that team to be it's bad talented, but they would do some dumb but, ass shit i'll tell you oh that. my god that team would like <laughs> just the the pace on the map like the the leadership that would have to be bestowed upon some fucking body like they go I think, plus 90 game five round 11 <laughs> yeah exactly i think you either you either outslay by 250 or it's like a close game because even with alec on the team the dynasty still or phase excuse me still had issues fundamentally alec talked about it throughout all of their last three seasons or two seasons excuse mm -hmm. me um he was like yo we're like we're always breaking we're never like ahead of the curve and hard point our fundamentals are always behind is like when the reason that they're losing um, and I think that was just like a trend for the last two years. So if you're replacing someone that is very, you know, IGL fundamentals oriented and Alec with Brandon with more kills, I think that just exacerbates the issue. Somebody asked me like uh, a couple weeks ago, I think it was during champs or something like wouldn't don't, you're telling me it wouldn't be a better team with Dash there instead of Alec? I no. said, fuck, I said, fuck, no, no. I, replied. I, I don't think so at all. And then this no. all went down. It I was just like, looks oh my God, really cool. It looks cool. really 100%. cool. It looks, yeah. it looks wild. They might be. I don't know. Search might be something interesting if you got. Oh no, they would be together. fucking crazy. I do. I will admit their S and D would be <laughs> fucking. Search crazy. would be nuts. Yeah. Oh, it'd be really it'd be good. Tough to beat. Respawn, I mean, I mean, it would be really tough to beat. Yeah. Yeah. Their respawn would uh well, would you can't be a have that much team, talent though. and suck. Like we're, we're not saying that. Well, that's what I'm, just, yeah, they, they would probably still be a top three team, but to be consistently on top, to like to be your optic, your complexity, your face, to consistently be there, like. It's not just skill. It's not. Never has yeah, been. Yeah. Like maybe more I'm in about the jetpack years because I think there was a little bit more of a skill ceiling than than other titles. Uh, certainly made that argument, but like you need you need all of it. Now. Yeah, you need it yeah. Hmm. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, you know, ask you who you think their forward should be, but someone in the chat said uh, Zuma just said Faces Fourth has been signed. Uh, seems to be slasher. So let, well, let's just go off that message. 
uh, thoughts on that. Honestly, okay, initial an, initial thoughts for me is first of all, I'm happy for Austin if that is true. Um, well, is there a tweet all, about this somewhere or anything before we get too far into? What, what no, I'm just going to read the message. I, okay. I trust the person. I'm hopping on. Um, I'm hopping on. If it's media. Tommy, we could trust him. Yeah, 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 dude. He's the host of the flank. Uh, well, just because you know, I was going to ask you, you think the four should be. Um, I, see, this I is, just think my only issue is personalities. Yeah. Right. Austin. Austin's leadership style is much different than Alex, for sure. But um, do you think it changes because the people he has around him? Potentially. Uh, I mean, when when I played with Austin, his demeanor was much different when we were performing well as opposed to when we were struggling. So. Uh, that's another situation where like winning solves everything. So I think if the team is firing, then it's like, holy shit. But I think if they're struggling and need to improve, um, I think that the environment can definitely be a little worse than with Alec, for sure. Still, just, no, a still just a rumor. Yeah, still okay. just a rumor. Still just a rumor. Yeah, just okay. a rumor. Well, if it is a rumor, I do want to like say that I, mean, I, actually, talk about I, all I actually disagree in the sense that I think the way he is is perfect for this particular team because kind of like how Crowder, like Chris had to be with them. Like you need someone they're fucking children. Like, I don't know if you know so well, but like, they're fucking Dude, idiots. Wait, it, I. MC airdropped me a picture of Kirby with his D and B out while we were scrimming them. Airdropped me. Okay, good example. <laughs> they, I, I feel like they actually need somebody like Slasher who will just be like, shut the fuck up. Like, I, I, I that's how I view the it. Same, like, but they are children. This, so they hear shut the yeah. fuck up and they're like, yo, fuck this guy. Yeah, yeah that's I what I mean, mean, though. Like, that's what I mean, though. Like, obviously, can he do that? Like, that's like, maybe he doesn't have to do that because he's got, like, okay, let's just I say, like Sasha more like, than uh, Matthew. Let's put it that way. I like Sasha 1,000 times more I do. than I do. Is there anyone else, like, you think maybe could fit this spot? I know, like, supposedly he went after Sib. That didn't work. Switching uh, Chris to a flex simp, but I, I think that would be a mistake. So I think they need Agreed. a. I, I don't want Cell as the flex. I don't. I think Cell is a main, a main AR. If, if he plays the way that he played in Vanguard, I think he's a main AR. He was really good with a sub in Cold War and Modern Warfare. So I think like he had he can be a flex player. But based on this season, he needs to be a main AR for that play style to work. Um, but since he can well, do both, I think there's options. But I think they need a flex. Do you think that hurt them? Though, and it hurt like kind of what Alec wanted the way like you obviously don't tell Cell Clint and I have had this out you don't tell Cell to stop dropping on 1.3 1.4 but yeah. do you think just the way he well, played was a little too slow and maybe not hurt their dynamic point, he has a 1.3 I'm like what's going on I, it, bro he had just... a 1.3 and I got a 100 point club by us on yeah that's, that's that's what I mean <laughs> he went positive um, I so think if he's I'm gonna answer flesh, I think it's a good thing I'm going to answer yes, strictly because the amount of times that Alec has tweeted that he has to run a sub in S&D or like needs to switch up the way that he is playing to accommodate his teammates makes me feel that way. Okay, uh, it, I agree. It, seem, yeah. it seems like Alec has always been not uncomfortable, but he's always the one that having to make the play style adjustments well, for that Simp roster. Had Simp played for this year too. Like dude, when we were first watching their scrims, I'm mm. like, why is Simp just doing all the dirty work at times? Because I was just like, it, it well, felt so, like I mean, they tried to play off of how Abisi Obviously, he runs forward and how Cell wanted to play. And it just felt like they were, I thought like Alec and Simp were sort of trying to play around that. And I it could be true. I mean, I, I, I know it's a thing with Alec. I, get, I, I wholeheartedly know mm. it's a thing with Alec in terms of changing the way he plays. I don't really notice it that much with Chris. Um, you think but, Chris just had the worst year 
just for the funds of it. I, bro, I think it's just back on. to the thing that we talked about at the top of the show is just him not enjoying the game. Their whole team hated Vanguard. So okay. I, he, I think he's just like, the best player I've ever watched. So for him to have, oh, yeah, he's, but, yeah, he's, was wrong. yeah he's, he's going to be probably the greatest player of all time by the time that he's done. Um, but I think this year was just a down year. Yeah. Holy shit. Be. He's mortal. No, it might be yeah, as simple as that. Crazy. Holy yes, shit, I just figured there had to be something weird to it because it's just, yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyone else you guys think maybe a uh, fourth for them? Like yeah, if it's not Slasher with Clay, I don't, I don't know. I don't, uh, I, Priesta. I don't see like I, I don't remember. I think I was talking to Dylan about it or who I don't know. I was talking to somebody about it, and they've never really left their circle. If that makes sense, like it's always yep. been like Chris Tyler, Major Maniac, Preston, Major Alec, MC. Like it, it basically everyone from Modern Warfare phase. They haven't left that circle. So now having uh to potentially do that is like a very weird angle to approach. Um, again, I don't know who they want to go after because the way that Chrome was Cammy. Yeah. It could be Cammy, could be Dylan still, who knows? Well, um, if, yeah. if they put me in that role, we win maps. It, it really just comes down to like, can they get someone where they can like maintain the dynasty and still be the best team? Because I, I, I just think the trio is any player, any, any player from the league goes in, the, in, in Flex or Main AR there, I don't care who the fuck it is, it's still yeah. a very, very good team. Their trio but, is, they literally have a big three. Like, they're, yeah. it's its insane how good those three are. So, I, I think finding the right puzzle piece, and they're right back to where they were before. It's just, yep. For me, it's just, can they stay like, on top? Like, can they and it feels like everyone, everyone's waiting for them. Uh, it seems like yeah. the rest of the roster, man, everyone's kind of waiting for them. Uh, other rosters will jump into uh, the potential rocker one, which I think Sam was talked about earlier it would be uh minnesota rockers pursuing afro and cami to play alongside a attach our uh, reports were conflicted for the four player but bands was one that they heard uh that was from intel cdl i mean listen this is i like the team i like this team a lot as well uh i mean afro and cami obviously have a really high skill ceiling we know dylan I'm and happy to kind of talk about it, sort of Bance in, in Afro yeah, as this sub good, duo. They have a good polarity to them. Afro is the head bash, like green light sub, which I think that guy had takeover potential that I've seen very few and far between from this past season. Like when you watch London's league matches, that guy was like actually 1v4ing. Um, and then you have Ben, who's much more ratty, slow, methodical, like very vocal in the comms when you listen to Toronto. Um, so I like their dynamic a lot. I like Dylan on a main. I think he's needed to run main for years now. I think it's I'm um, echoing fan it's sentiment Don, as Don well. Fucking time. Yeah, I think I'm I'm very much echoing fan sentiment as well. He just needs to be running a main AR. I think his AR. I don't know if I'm sold yet, but I'll give it another crazy. year with this yeah, team. You know, I like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Cam. I Cam is fucking yeah. gross. So uh, I like I like the way that the team is constructed. I'm a big fan. Not gonna lie. I, I love it. Um, but like I did like I saw, you know, our, our good buddy Ben Neeson basically said like great roster, but a lot of pressure for success here was probably not a cheap one to build. And like that's the first yeah. thing I thought was like they spent money to make this team 100 percent. Like that is not a cheap team. Like I and, guarantee and we, you both those the, the Dylan Cam got offers from FaZe. So Minnesota had to give them competing offers. Yes. And, and like that is listen, there have been teams that we've had a mix of everything in CDL teams that are willing to spend a lot and teams that are kind of just floating by, right? Like we've had a little bit of both. Paris. This, this is like your, yeah, this is, like I believe your, he said Paris. <laughs> you're, you're, you're spending, you're spending to win. You're spending to win. So, so I feel yeah. like there is, there is obviously added pressure here. Um, if you're, you're kind of going for it and maybe this is a good time to go for it because if the, phase, if the phase team's changing, whatever the fuck's going on with Optic, the only team that's like 
oh, okay right now is you. Honestly, it's it's thieves. Everything else is kind of like in Seattle. Huh. So yeah, yeah, true. But I mean, okay, I mean like teams. Well, I guess yeah, they did get top three. But I mean teams that could really like be winning multiple events. Like when I worry about your faces, your optic. Like what's I don't know what's going on. Like, you're like the one constant kind of that might just be on top. But I think it's a good a good time to take a shot. I guess is my point. I, guess, I like the shot, dude. I, I, I Minnesota is like playing cock block to phase two because again, like Cam and Dylan were two players that were like one and two on the potential phase team. So the fact Dang. that. They're now playing together. It makes me think that it's what you guys said that they Minnesota just threw them a bag and we're like, let's make this work. So well, I think Minnesota too, besides this year and last year, they were top four team in MW. They were like the surprise, well, right? They were, like, they were very mid in cold war until the end, until the they, end, like the last two stages, they had, right? Like, well, it was like Dylan major. What was that team? You got like, I mentioned role issues with it. What was their team at the beginning of, of cold uh, war? it was before they added Standy, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was before. Oh, it was like Preston. It was Preston, Major, Attach, Attach and I don't remember. Oh, the fourth. I cannot. I cannot remember the fourth. Like, the yeah, life, but like that team, like I think that team might think of Standy joining. Yeah, so like they they didn't kick up till the end of the Cold War season, but I thought that they were. Oh, they Lamar. Were, yeah. Oh, Lamar. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, I forgot shit. about that entirely. Dear yeah. God. Yeah, that's that's Florida <laughs> right there. Right there. <laughs> you went, look, just think about the fact that you went from accuracy to standing. You, you could not have <laughs> yeah. like two. That's literally Florida's like game plan right now. Just get all the ARs. Just, just scoop them up. Just get them all. That is that is a difference. Yeah. Um. The other ones, what LAG. Uh, gorillas, I suppose they're, they're the one, I mean, throwing, I don't know, the whole Brinks truck at Alec, uh, <laughs> alongside Hook Spartan. That's that Neptune. cronky money right there, man. That's yeah, that, that is the cash, cash money. Um, yeah. I mean, I gonna be honest, I'm not a huge fan. I feel bad for Alec in the sense of uh, just like. I, if you there's went potential, that right? Team, there's potential. No, there's okay, okay. So talking a ton points of potential between the three young, young guys. Yeah, right? you're going from that phase team, sit next to those I think, three, and I, then I think it, it had to be a money thing for Alec because I feel like the offers that he was getting to build elsewhere, like I, I'm not sure, or if he just like likes the the roster, then hats off to him. But I think that like the main talking points, Kyler has superstar potential, very like insane players. But he's on another planet. But he's on another planet, sure. Um, I think I will give Nep the benefit of the doubt. He's slotted in pretty late to this to this roster, and I don't want to talk about him on New York because that situation was just fucking terrible weird. for him. I think. Yeah. Um, so I think that like Nep slotting in late was was a little weird for him towards the end of the season. I think Spart he won MVP. Granted, it was with the Volk, but you don't win MVP solely because of one gun. Um, I think yeah. their S and D is going to be really good. Those guys are playing S and D like Chow's at two a.m. every night together. Um, so I think they enjoy playing the game together. So that's like one big talking point. Um, and I think yeah, that, that three Alex, is like running a cold war black ops. Yeah, four exactly. Chals, like it literally exactly. 14 hours a day. I'm like, so what, I, what, am I, then, what are you guys doing? I think they're replacing Austin, which is kind of what Clint said with like the love or the good cop, bad cop situation. Maybe the bad cop didn't work. Maybe Alec being the good cop in this situation would. Mm. So okay. I, that's where I think that like the, the team on paper doesn't look that promising, but I think that like their potential could be, Champion. I think it's just the trio, depending on how good they are. I mean, they could be really yeah. good, like really, really, depending on what hook and, and Neptune we get. Yeah, they could be insane. All, all I, I, think, I think, think the rest of these shit. Alec looking down in the row and seeing Semp Selium and Abizi, and then looking down so the row. Confused. I'm so confused by Alex's choice. I really, if this is the team, I'm genuinely confused. I mean, he does have what two rings? The guys won a lot. 
Yeah. Maybe this is like, I'm going to go live in LA. Is this his swan song? He's just fucking. Maybe. It's, it's like, Maybe it's like, he's just sick of dealing with this shit and wants to get his cash. Yeah, I don't Nicholas know. Cage, the end of his career, just take it. Whatever goddamn movie. Apparently, they're playing from LA next year, so I'll ask him when he pulls up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it could work. I just. I think I the team know. I guess could I just work. feel for Alec and this sure. whole everything going down. It just seems kind of wild. It, uh, or maybe it too is like they have a four now and maybe this is the roster start, but then it becomes Alex's team and what well, he wants well, to build. Do you think there's any chance that he just gets resigned or is that out the window? I feel like that's just gone. I feel like that would have happened by now. Like there's no gone. way. Yeah, I feel like they that that was like a two day window where they like talk it out and are like, okay, let's do it again. Where it's been you know multiple days at this point. Yeah, I, I feel really like really want to know what it was. Well, I mean, see, like, some was broken. Want... Some was yeah. broken. It, yeah, it had to be. I think that explains kind of this year a little bit too. Like something was off. My dog is going ham at the door right now. He's going. Um, I think that's pretty much it on uh, roster mania side for now until the next domino falls yeah. there's a bunch of bullshit we could talk about but i think i think the rest of it we just wait until some stuff starts to happen because like you said we need one big thing to play out and it's kind of yeah. what's going on with this phase situation and then i think once once the phase thing starts happening all the signings will will start hitting for sure yeah yeah we'll wait for that um then we'll get to our reddit reddit posts uh just a couple of questions to finish the show from uh just the the fans out there uh first one uh Either of us can answer this. What are your thoughts on current CDL season format and how would you improve it? Um, I think Maven and myself have talked about this. I mean, we just want tournaments. Uh, Sam, you play. So uh, final year of the CW. <laughs> final year of the CW. We're done. We're done. Um, I I agree. Um, I think that the format now is definitely backloaded because Major Four was the best tournament that we have ever had in the CDL, and I think that it's because of the bubble. Four champs, it created just so many insane matchups that otherwise would be snooze fests, in my opinion. Um, so I think it makes one tournament or potentially two tournaments super fucking lit. Um, but it it's it sucks as a player. It's just like a stress throughout the entire season if you have one downstate. Like we almost didn't qualify for champs if we didn't play well at major four. So um as a player, it's it's a super stressor. I do want more events for sure. Um, and I am a fan of not everyone going to champs. I think that you can't just participate and show up to the best tournament. So uh, I think that's that's my thoughts there. Well, this year kind of opened eyes, I think. Well, I think that run New York had kind of opened people's eyes to the North American sports type of like season in a playoffs. Yeah. and what amazing things can happen. It creates those stories. Yeah. And I think finally people, some were like, oh, I, I, I get it now. That New York run, that was fucking insane. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what COD is, man. Storylines. Oh, I'm, I'm down for more. Yeah, I guess. Um, listen, I mean, I, you know, when I worked the ops, my whole thing was Landley, Landley, Landley. That's what I wanted. Sam, you, you've been playing in them. Like the online matches with the whole. Fuck online hate, like, code. Okay. Then I won't even ask it. Agreed. Fuck yep. online COD. Phase up. Fuck online COD. Yeah. Um, no, land, land League is is just peak competition, dude. It's just the results that happen are not skewed in any way. They can't be asterisked in any way. You showed up, you win or you lose. Whereas Unless online, you climb like, a ladder oh, got... and you can't get your gun out. I mean, or yeah, that works as well. That's a, that's always an option. <laughs> um, but online, it's like, oh, we pulled, we got fake ping. So we won this 3 0 in 10 minutes. Sorry, Boston. Like, I. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, land league is always going to be the end all be all, but I don't know if we're ever going to get back there. Okay. Um, let's see here. For anyone, which storylines excite you the most for next year? Any teams you are secret, secretly rooting for to find success? I mean, Sam just probably wants everyone to lose. Maybe, Sam, there's like a team like you're like, yeah, whatever. They it used cool. to be Toronto, not, but not, they blew it up. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, uh, made for you. 
I mean, I, 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 I guess I've gotten to the point where I just don't give a fuck. I just want good matches. So, like, I don't care. Like, whatever I'm casting, I just want to be a good series. I don't really... I guess if there's any team that I feel a little more connected to, it's Thieves or Faze, just because our relationship with Chris and with Mud Dog and I'm a little bit closer, like, some people there. But fuck Faze with how this thing went down. And Thieves needs a bitch. So I'm going to go with I don't really, uh, I don't really care. You don't really care. Wait, Sam, did I tell you? Did I tell you about yes, my interaction okay. with with Nate at Champs? Yeah, bro. Oh He's my like, god, it would be a shame if he lost five straight or something he, like that. Bro, his yeah. face. Yeah, he killed me. I thought, I thought he was going to kill me. Yeah, oh, he told me. It's so good. Uh, I think it's the easy one. Do you guys think Phase overreacted um, with this roster move? Do you just yeah. think it was like we want to dash you? I think we're all kind of in the same boat. I I think it's a complete overreaction. Yeah, you just don't know what led to the overreaction. I uh, guess yeah. if it even was the problem, I. Maybe Hector's stuff just, was Hector's playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers, dude. If that's actually if that if that tweet actually like was the final nail, dude, that's gonna be so funny. I'm gonna look back so and like funny. think of the th think about like ten years from now. We're looking back on dynasties and we think about that fucking phase roster and what they did. We're like, that oh, tweet's how did gonna go in the hall, hall of fame. Tweeted. That tweet's what? going in the hall of fame. There's gonna be like there's a group chat with MC Chris and Tyler somewhere with the tweet posted in it. Like boys, it's time. You know what though? I'm just happy at least they came out when they were like, listen, there was actually some real shit because that shit came out. Yeah, and like there was so many people who were like, oh dude, yep, told you guys it was a troll. Yeah. They trolled I'm happy, everyone. Yeah, I'm happy they did troll. Imagine they did troll to breaking a face. I don't want to no. be better. No, but the players have come out and said like yeah. like the, it yeah. wasn't a troll. But I'm like, dude, that it was not a troll. No, no. no. Um. Uh, and then last one, uh, a question for Maeve. How long did it take you to teach Octane how to shoot? Um, we're going on 10 years now of knowing each other. I, I knew him when he was a <laughs> young little, he was like team with Looney jumping around. A young little Jacob. They, they were playing uh, that oddball. Yeah. oddball. The, greatest, game the greatest game mode ever. <laughs> I miss uplink so bad, bro. Same. The, the greatest game mode of all time. I miss it so bad. It you, guys so remember, uh, you guys remember Gridiron in World War II? When they told uh, me yeah, you ever see that? Yeah, yeah, I did. I was at a play test. And yeah, it was the worst. I, shit the players ever. were like, no. no, no. When I yeah, heard, when I heard, ever. you can throw the ball that. 75 yards. When yeah. I heard they were doing that, I was like, I think you're missing the entire point of what they on. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole ability to fly through the sky we was went from very space, important. We went from space to 1945. I think we're missing something. <laughs> we're playing fucking Madden at this point. Like, what yeah. are we doing? Let's okay. just not go back to this era. Feels like casuals in us. I don't know, uh, man. Know, the 15th like World War II game might hit. It might. I was You're thinking World War One. Oh shit. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, was there a lot aliens. of fire? Because there Start. was fire everywhere in Start this game, bro. Storming. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that's gonna do it. Uh, Sam, thanks for joining us. Sam, where can uh, the people listening find you? Find your content. Uh, YouTube.com slash Octane Sam. Same on Twitter, and that's it. Oh, that's hot. What, twitch.tv slash Octane? Yeah, but I'm inconsistent in streaming, so we're not going to plug that. Hey. Maybe I'm there, maybe I'm not. Who fucking yeah. knows? You, got you never hair, know. Dude. Someone gift him five. I'll take right. five gift. Let me open up Maeve, send us away. Well, I just want to tell Sam I love him. Uh, everyone, this has been a fun time. That's the first time I had a guest, and Sam, you did a great job. We knew you would. You. Yeah, uh, you're awesome. Thank you. I don't know exactly what the next episode is. We have stuff to figure out. Probably going to wait for some of the drama with Roster Mania to play out, and then we'll figure it out from there. But thank you all for watching. This is Toronto Ultra. Merck and Maven podcast. Have a fucking sexy day. Fucking what a sign off. What a sign off. Ooh. A fucking sexy day.